Well, we got some tickets, man, and we got tickets. You better get on those lines right away. Friday, you bastard. It's a 10 or 2. Now, let's see. Do you say Happy Good Friday or Unhappy Good Friday? Is this like Yom Kippur to the Jews? It's like one of those unhappy holidays? Maybe it's just Good Friday. Like, hey. Good well, every Friday is Good Friday. Oh, yeah, obviously. Especially at 2 o'clock for me. But uh, I don't know how what you say. Well, Happy Holidays to you. Happy Easter. Get them eggs out, man. And we got tickets. Uh, do we ever have tickets? Do we have tickets? No. What? what? Yes, Miguel we do. Miguel said we had tickets. Of course we have tickets. We always have tickets. Let's we'll see. Uh, see. At fourteen hundred, look at the way those phones are ringing, man. You people are such suckers. It's just so sad. It just breaks my heart. It just tears my guts out. Like somebody reaches inside you, like in um, what the hell was that movie? I don't know. Alien. Oh. It's a Gorney Weaver, where that thing was popping out of her pupic, you know. Ooh. Like somebody just reached inside and pulled your guts out. Anyway, what American city that you used to love has turned into a toilet? That was our poll question yesterday. I would have some more uh, death re, uh, results here, some more numbers, but I can't. There are so many uh, deaths now that I can't keep track anymore. I, I say that with great uh, despair, but it's just uh, pathetic. I'm talking about soldiers, your uh, people, who are dying every day in Iraq. And it's just, uh, you can't, they don't even make the news anymore. Maybe on the crawl, way down at the bottom, if you're sitting there reading for like uh, several hours at a time, you might find out that a couple more Marines died here and a couple more over there. But uh, it's not even worth talking about anymore, according to the news media, because it's bad for uh, bad for the government, bad for business. What American city that you used to love has turned into a toilet? Look at the way Miami just towered over everybody else. Look at that. Well, we had 1492, which was a damn good year for Columbus. Yes, it was. 1,492 votes, which is not bad considering there is nobody in town. And we started the poll after 11 o'clock yesterday. Not bad. Even uh, Josh, whatever his name is, ain't too uh, depressed about that. That's good. It's not bad. Miami, though, is bad. 739. Look at those people who made it what it is today. Incredible. They're not saying that after seeing this poll. What they are saying, if you don't like it, get out. Adios. Key West, 138. Fort Lauderdale, 112. So only three cities had over 100 votes, and they were all in Florida. In fact, four of the top five were in Florida, with Detroit getting in there to mess it all up. Detroit was fourth with 93. That was my vote. Man, Detroit used to be so great and exciting. It used to be a vibrant. It was uh, the, the capital of music. It was Motown. It was all of these things. 
what happened. And then all of a sudden they had those riots when they burned the city down in 1967, or at least parts of it, and never came back. So if you ever have a chance to go to Detroit, my best advice to you is don't. 93 for Detroit. Hollywood, Florida, 66, which used to be, I don't know that it was ever. Well, see, the question is what city that you used to love. So it's all subjective. Not that Hollywood was ever that great, you think? No. Atlantic City, New Jersey, 56. L.A., 53, which was a late addition. It's a good thing for Josh. He got out of there before it was too late. Orlando, 48. Another Florida city. New Orleans, 48. And they were pretty passionate about that, too. New Orleans being a real toilet, so they said. And I easy. agree. Patterson, New Jersey, 33. That, to me, is the real shocker, the fact that a city like... And look at this. Josh, or, or Zach, just faxed me back my poll. Oh. It's okay. George does that all the time. Well, I thought you might want it again, just in case. Now, what does this say? Go to lunaville.org for up to the minute casualty reports. Oh. Okay, thanks, Pete. I don't want up to the minute, okay? I just I can't handle it anymore. It's grotesque. Isn't that depressing to watch the numbers? As, you know, Not as just the, the numbers, but did you see the pictures yesterday? The uh, guy, the kids in that tank? Oh, man, the one that was all bloody and That's the other one terrible. didn't have enough. They had to drag him out of there. It just... This stuff is going on, and the public sits back, and all the cliches, oh, we must never let this happen again, and we must, uh, you know, and he who repeats uh, the mistakes of history, uh, all this other crap, you know, we keep doing the same things over and over and over again. You will be pleased to see, before I finish with the poll result, that at least uh, over half of the public isn't buying the bull crap, because uh, CNN asks, are you satisfied with Condoleezza's testimony from yesterday? 107,000 votes they've got, 107,647 to be exact, a couple minutes ago when I printed this out. Uh, yes, 46%, 49,906, but no, no, 54%, 57,741. So 54 to 46% America is not satisfied with Condoleezza's testimony, and since that tend to go pretty much against uh, political lines and the way people are feeling about things, all of these all of these things, things uh, that ain't too good of a sign for the Bushmeisters. Things seem to become un uh, they're unraveling. Let's see, Patterson, New Jersey, 33, which must really be a sewer, although it's in Jersey, so it speaks for itself. What a horrible state. Philadelphia, 32, which is right across from Jersey. Maybe it, like, seeps over from Camden. Rochester, New York, 20, my hometown, which used to be a nice, uh, you know, kind of a nice place to grow up, not too bad. But now it's uh, not too good. Flint, Michigan, 16. Camden, New Jersey, another Jersey City, 15. Baltimore, Maryland, 13. Indianapolis, 6. And Wilmington, Delaware had 4. Out of almost 1,500 votes. So Miami wins hands down. It just ain't what it used to be. There's some real problems in Miami. Ever shop downtown Miami? You know, I, I talk to people, <laughs> like, for example, here in Toronto, and they'll say, well, uh, like, uh, what is downtown Miami like? Is it like downtown Toronto? And I go like, like that? oh, yeah. We always go downtown to shop. When's the last time you were in downtown Miami, other than maybe at a sporting event? Oh, the heat game, that's it. No, that's a sporting event, yeah, supposedly. Hey, listen, we got Heat tickets, we got Marlin tickets, we got Dolphin tickets, we got Panthers tickets, we got tickets for the Leafs who are probably going to get swept now. That was a very, very disappointing and pathetic performance last night. They missed the bus to the arena, unfortunately. And, of course, it's only right here at the Air Canada Center, but they really stunk to join out. It was bad. Ottawa looking far superior last night, beating the Leafs 4-2. to It was very sad. could be a very quick series, especially if Ottawa wins again tomorrow night. It'll be all over. Very, very depressing. But... After all these years, I guess you ought to be used to it, right? I ought to be used to it. Sure. Anybody want any of those Panther tickets? Hey, it was a fluky goal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick Five, man, he's a real trip. Anyway, yeah, Bob Cole needs to be put out to pasture, by the way. You know Bob Cole, don't you, with that uh, four strands of hairy combs across his head? 
Sure. Man, oh, man, he's just uh, brutal. Anyway, we don't want to talk about that because it's hockey. Nobody cares about hockey. Want some Panther tickets? Oh! We don't have any tickets. WQM, hello. Anyway, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, you Neil? Yes, sir, speaking. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. How about that showing of Don Terrell last night? Yeah, how about that? Oh, that was incredible. Yeah. Three hits. Yeah, three hits. When, Eight strikeouts. Uh, Ninth five there, you almost got that. Uh, Eighteen thousand hundred twenty-one people there, and I'm sorry we don't have any tickets. He's just sucking around for tickets. That that is the worst. Seriously, I don't want to pick on Joe Rose because he's a good guy, like I said the other day. But he's picking up where Pharrell left off, and I'm sure it's not Joe's fault. It's probably Miguel's fault or somebody inside. No, I'll tell you right now whose fault it is. Clarence. Got Only it. Clarence. I know Duff wouldn't do it because Duff is dead, dead set against that giving away tickets on here. It's bad, bad, horrible radio. It's an instant tune out. It's only bad when they call up and beg. No, but they, that's what they all do. They humiliate and degrade themselves. Uh, I'm not talking about the Marlins. What do I give a crap about yeah. the Marlins, okay? They're off to a nice start. They're two out of three. They're two and one. That's good. They do 18,121 on a day when nobody's in town, which I think that's pretty impressive. I'm we'll see how long surprised. it keeps up. Huh? Yeah, I'm still surprised. Although Dontrell was pitching, which he yeah. always brings out a lot of extra people, right? That's true, yes, absolutely. But I think that's uh, that's fine. More power to him. I have nothing against him and nothing for him. I just, but give it away. Look, look at the way those lines are ringing. Now they're frantic. We want those tickets, and we want some heat tickets. Last season, and this is the truth. Now keep in mind, this is the team that eventually won the World Series, okay? As we all know. Your world champion, Florida Marlins. We couldn't, George and I discussed it many times on the year, we couldn't give tickets away. Literally, we could not give them away on the year. It's true. Last year yeah. was tough. Early in the season. Yeah. Then Pharrell came along and Pharrell, that he made, he made his whole show about giving tickets away, which is one of the many reasons he ain't around no more, although a lesser reason. Those were crazy that, shows. That was They were oh, horrible shows. Crazy. Horrible shows. We'd give out 500 Come see tickets. me at the ballpark. I'm going to get 50,000 people out there in my section. We'll have an orgy in uh, section G. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we'll look for the G spot. And uh, it was it was just awful stuff. And all just, just tie, and he did get a lot of people to come out there for free. Of course, yep. the interesting part about that is, see, the psychology of it is, you get the tickets for free, but then you get out there and you have to buy, you know, I have to pay for parking, you have to pay for sodas and beers and all this other crap, you know. And whoever was peddling the drugs out there in that section, they had to pay for those, so. Uh, but, the, but it's just the psychology of, oh, I got the ticket for free, so therefore. And of course, the interesting part of that is, probably the ticket is one of the cheapest things in the whole deal, right? Of course. We've got two polls we're going to do today. First one's pretty boring, but the second one I was inspired when Fat Boy came in this morning. Josh, were you sitting there when Fat Boy was in? Yeah, there? I was here for that oh. experience. Hiya, Powie! I mean, he's one of those people you just cannot chase away. He just doesn't get it. He just will not go away. And comes in there, he gets on to my... Oh, hiya, Powie! What's going on? How's everything with you? I can't wait to see him, my baby. Oh, man. He's enough to make me cancel my trip. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. So the second poll, I think, is going to be really sensational. We'll see. The first one first, just for an hour. We'll do this first one till 11. It's obligatory, I guess. Who do you think was most responsible for allowing 9-11 to happen? We also have to add nobody could have stopped it on there, okay? Can you uh, handle that? I can handle it. Because I didn't uh, fax that to Eric. Who do you think was most responsible for allowing 9-11 to happen? FBI, CIA, Condoleezza, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, or nobody could have stopped it? Now, I don't know, maybe there are other people we should be putting on there, but um, I don't know. Don't you think that, how about, uh, well, CIA is George Tennant, so I think that covers it pretty well. Yeah, pretty much. Key the... White House memo being declassified after Condoleezza's rather embarrassing and nervous performance yesterday. In response to a request by the 9-11 Commission, the White House is now working to declassify that PDB, 
Everybody else is talking about PDBs. Most people don't even know what that is. They think it's like PCP and the TC, uh, TCB. Yeah, what is that? Presidential Daily Briefing. These are highly classified documents. Anyway, this one was August 6, 2001, a document that was the subject of that heated questioning during Condoleezza's testimony yesterday. We're actively looking at the declassification process right now to determine the possibilities of making the August 6th PDB available to the National Security Council spokesman Sean McCormick because the political pressure is tremendous and because uh, they want to cover their ass. Got it? Yes. 10:13. Happy Easter. Happy Pesach, man. They're still sucking up that matzah. Oh, I love it. Like it's going on. No, no, you don't. Well, you love anything. Matzah's tasteless. I know. You love the salt and the butter on there. Did you ever eat it plain with no, no I, salt and butter? I don't eat it with uh, butter. I just eat it plain right out the box. Oh, no. Yeah. That's how I was taught. My, my parents make matzah broil all the time, which is good. By the way, uh, some bad news. I don't know if I should mention it on here about George's brother passing away. Oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't either until Fat Boy told me. Uh... Sorry, George. Send along our sympathies to George and his family. Boy, he's had a long streak of uh, bad stuff going on in that family. But anyway, he passed away. And you know what he was? <coughs> fat. That's what Fat Boy told me. The fat people are the dead people. I just mentioned that, Zach. Oh. So quit with the matzo crap. 1014 at QAM. Hey, if your mattress is worn out, maybe because you're a fat slob and you like wearing it out, just laying on it. Dial a mattress is the place you ought to be calling at 1-800-MATTRESS because these folks back up everything they say in their advertising 600%. Their competitors still lie like crazy. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, be sure and read that fine print because there are lots of lies waiting in the weeds for it. For example, here's a big headline that says, No down payment, no interest, no payments for 24 months. Well, guess what? Tiny print at the bottom reads like an encyclopedia of disclaimers. Requires a minimum purchase higher than the advertised sale price. Many times, not a single advertised item would even qualify for financing. And interest penalties are 21% or more. Forget about it. Shoppers who need financing the most rarely even qualify. When you do business with Dynamatches, you'll be pretty pleased to know that the ads have no tiny print, no disclaimers, no lies. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll find out there's never an extra charge for same-day delivery. Dynamatches takes same-day orders all day long from Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you pick the date and two-hour delivery window. You, what you want your mattress delivered, they show up, set up the brand new one, take away the crappy, smelly old bedding, too, and no extra charge. So call right now, and you'll understand why Dynamatches is ranked the best in the world, numero uno, in overall customer satisfaction. And Dollar Mattress reminds you to read that fine print because they want to make sure you know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So do what I've been doing for years. Give them a call at 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to that website of theirs at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest and the smart way to get you a great night's sleep for years to come. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Happy Forum. W-I-O-D. Hello. Ticket Central. Hello. Can I have the tickets, please? To, for what? Uh, Neil just announced some tickets that he's giving. What are they for? Uh, they're... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I can't get them because I don't know what they're for, huh? Well, I mean, if you wanted them for... I can hardly hear you, sir, because the radio's on so loud. But, I mean, if you wanted them free tickets and you don't know what they're for, well, why they're do you want just because they're, they're free? The, you want them just because they're, they're free and you don't even know what they're for? You know what they're for? They're, they're for the uh, yeah. horse races. For the horse races? For the, uh, oh, in, they're for races in, in Pompano. They're for races in Pompano at the Irish Fest? They're having horse races at Municipal Stadium? Well, you tell me what they're for. I'm, I want them because I have some friends out of town. I want to give it to them. For what? For the horse races? 
I don't know what it's called. Well, then why did you call? You heard the, that magic word, didn't you? Fui. Right? <laughs> Isn't that what you did? You heard Neil say fui. Hello? Hello? Yes. You want them? Yes, I would like them if I could get them. Hold on. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that's that's the greatest call of all time. That's a free ticket lady. That that's what South Florida radio is all about. That's what South Florida is all about. Forget the radio part. That's unbelievable. That's what it is all about, right there. That uh, nasty, pathetic, uh, just sad old lady. I wouldn't even say nasty. Just sad. She had no idea what they were for. <laughs> anyway, I noticed that we haven't added that on. I know that uh, Josh is under a lot. Of, oh, there he is. He got it. Nobody could have stopped it. It's he just there, did it there. when I wasn't looking. Always when I least expected, he sticks it right in there. Anyway. Uh, we got uh, on the behind the velvet rope beaded curtain thing on our website, neilrogers.com, today. If you're over the age of 75 and have many uh, pieces of ID and 45 uh, adults who will vouch for you, uh, Leanne Tweeden, do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. The lovely picture, by the way. Her bio goes on forever. Leanne Velez Tweeden was born on June 13, 1973 in Manassas, Virginia, which makes her about, about 30, man. pretty close to it in a few weeks. She's 5'8", weighs 115. Her measurements are 34, 24, 35. She has brown hair and eyes. Well, this is some bio. In fact, a lot of things in here I can't even read on the air. She's got... Oh, can't say that. Leanne took off for Colorado Springs at the tender age of 17, where she worked as a waitress at Hooters. Although much attention is paid to her employment at Hooters, it seems she actually only worked there for two days. She gave up acceptance at Harvard to go into modeling full-time. She was a Playboy a cover girl. She was on this. She was on that. Star Search TV series, the uh, Vicki Lawrence show, Eden Quest, Jerry Springer show, Entertainment Tonight. Uh, 1996 was her big break year when she landed a role in Fitness Beach on ESPN2. Cover model and posted for a layout in August 66 issue of Playboy. And uh, also being the model for lead character new comic book, Coven 13 from No Mercy Comics. Hmm. You know what that is? No clue. Well, I'm surprised at that. I thought you'd be reading pornographic comics. So there you go, Leanne Tweeden, who ain't no Leanne Rhyme. She's on our website today, if you have plenty of ID. Now, also on our website, because I'm not going to definitely take the time to read all of this. It would be really ponderous. But those people were either a little bit dubious or maybe just curious about Condoleezza's testimony yesterday, which I thought we did a pretty entertaining job, if I say so myself. Absolutely. It wasn't as entertaining as giving away those tickets, but nevertheless. Come on, Joe, don't do that no more. Don't let Clarence destroy your show. I know it's a Clarence thing, man. That kid is such a putz, giving away tickets. Boy, that is so, oh, man, it is so low, so desperate. In fact, what we ought to do is auction those tickets off on the Beasley website, don't you think, on QM.com? Yeah, why not? And pretend the money's going to charity. It's another great revenue stream, if you ask me, huh? <laughs> anyway, on our website, we got a great article, Claim versus Fact, Rice's Question and Answer Testimony Before the 9-11 Commission. It's written by the Center for American Progress. And it goes down statement by statement. For, I'll just give you an example. I'll just read one because it's very long. Claim. I don't remember any reports to us a kind of strategic warning that planes might be used as weapons, responding to uh, uh, Tom Kane. Fact. Condoleezza was the top national security official with President Bush at the July 2001 G8 summit in, uh, summit in Genoa. There, U.S. officials were warned that Islamic terrorists might attempt to crash an airliner into the summit, prompting officials to close the airport uh, airspace over Genoa and station anti-aircraft guns at the city's airport. And then it gives you the source for all these to L.A. Times, White House release, and it goes on point by point to counter a lot of what she said yesterday as she lied through that big gap in her teeth. But a lot of people were very impressed by Dr. Rice, or Dr. Clark, whatever her name is. 
<laughs> now, here we got promos today, too. This will kill some good time. Join Goldie tonight, 6 to 8, at the Davy Quarterdeck. That's Geldy. In fact, if you talk to him in real life, he'll just sit there and make that sound for a couple hours. At 3155 South University Drive. Stop by for Amstel Light Specials. Win Marlin tickets. Now we're talking. All right. Yeah. And register to win a trip for two to the WQM Iceland open in June. What is that? Uh, the WQM Iceland? Yep. What is it? Oh, the Iceland Open. See, this is so poorly written. I bet you this is a uh, Miguel thing. I mean, Clarence thing. The QM Iceland Open in June. That must be some uh, golf tournament or some stupid thing. Yeah, sure. And then join George tomorrow afternoon from noon till 2 at Celluland, an authorized Verizon Wireless store at 4410 West 16th Avenue in Hialeah. Stop by to win Marlins tickets and other low-budget uh, prizes that we have at QM. That's uh, tomorrow from noon till 2. So poor George, who they just buried his brother, I guess. I'm a little hesitant to say that because Fat Boy's been known to, although he would make something like that up. I hope not. George will tell you about the evils of fat. In fact, you ought to go by there, Zach. Maybe he can talk you into like, uh, dropping that bologna sandwich on the, on the ground and just, uh, giving it to the pigeons or something. We have bologna here? <laughs> yeah, in fact, I'm hearing it right now. Look at that pool already, man. We're only doing this the first hour, then I got a fun pool for us. Alright. What do you think was the most, what do you see it right there? You faxed it back to me. I know. What do you think? I left you off of there so far, but you're pushing. All right. What do you think was the most responsible uh, who for allowing 9-11 to happen? 115 votes. George W. Bush, 47. The CIA, 20. Nobody could have stopped at 14. Condoleezza, 13. FBI, 11. And Bill Clinton, 10. So far. So hop on that real quick because at 11 o'clock we're going to change it. I mean, when and the next poll is going to be, I think it's kind of fun. I was inspired, of course, by that visit I had this morning. This is the furthest thing from my mind, but... When he came in, the word obnoxious came to mind. He just drives me up the wall, and he doesn't get it. I just don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him. He even threatened to come in in those shorts again on Monday, just so I could see him in his shorts, and I said I would steal the puke bag off the plane just in case. Ah. I hope not. Do you hear what that was? Do you hear that sound, Josh? That sounded like... <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to imitate it. So Zach it. is auditioning for Geldy's spot. Well, That's somebody right. will have to fill the breach. In fact, you could be back with Mo again. Wow. When Geldy starts doing those Panther games, if they ever have another season, whenever that's going to be, then you can be back together with your best personal friend, Mo. Absolutely. What do you say? That could be interesting. A match made in heaven. Yep. So this is going to be the second poll based on what you know and hear on the air. Who do you, and this is just for fun, just to rip somebody in ass, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Now, here's the list I got so far. Todd Dreck, Jeff High, also known as Fat Boy, Geldy, Neil, George, Hank, the Hebrew Hammer, <laughs> Mad Dog, <laughs> Mo Howard David, Absolutely. Screwan, Freaky Carlos, Greg Reed, Duff, Clarence, and Eddie Kay. I put Eddie Kay on there just because he's on the staff, but he's not going to. Oh, I left off the big O. Yep. Be sure and add him on there, too. He'll get a lot of votes. The big O. Did I leave anybody else off? Conspicuous? Uh, Kim Bocamper. I'm not putting him on there. Nobody would vote for him, right? No. That, that would be like, that would be like putting Ken Malden on there. I mean, Ken is just a yeah. sweetheart. He's a great guy. Nobody, anybody that would call Ken obnoxious, we'd come and beat, beat that person up, right? Oh, absolutely. And the, but the big, uh, oh! yeah, there are people who think he's obnoxious. But he does go to that combine, the NFL combine, and pays his own way. We want you to know that, okay? That's very important stuff. So that'll be the poll at 11 o'clock. We got the Stern story, of course. The FCC just continuing to go uh, wild. I told you, but everybody thought I'm overreacting. There's Neil again getting too carried away, all melodramatic. I told you. And if anybody really thought Clear Channel was putting Stern back on here in uh, Florida or any of the other Clear Channel stations, man, all I can, there, there's only one word that you need to think of, okay? Forget about it. Right. That's official now, but there was never any chance it was going to happen anyway because they lie a lot.
27 past 10 at 560 WQM. If you want to know more about following a low-carb diet, because fat people are dying like crazy, I want you to know that. Fat is not where it's at, Zach. What? If you want the best-tasting, biggest selection of low-carb foods, head for Delights of West Boca. Whether you're starting or restarting the Atkins, the Sugar Busters, the Scatkins, the South Beach Dad, or any of those low-carb, sugar-free diets, Delights of West Boca has always been the number one low-carb store in America. And for good reason, with over 1,200 low-carb products to choose from, including breads, bagels, cookies, crackers, chips, brownies, chocolates, carbolite, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and so much more. All of these things. Exactly. And don't forget, if it's new and great tasting in the low-carb line, Delights have it before anybody else always. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 in the morning till 10 p.m., and you can always try anything in the store before you be buying it. And the staff at Delights really knows dieting inside and out. They can help you out. And as far as Atkins Brands products are concerned, Delights carries the biggest line, the biggest selection, and they're always on sale all day, every day, even on Sukkis. Delights of West Boca, they're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441. That's right next to Boston Market, who amazingly are still around. Call them toll-free, Delights, at 1-877-LOW-CARB. That's L-O-W-C-A-R-B. You're on the web. You'll find them at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one. A lot of stores have similar names. Don't get sucked in. There's only one Delights of West Book. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. Do you ever wish that your family and friends knew their Bible verses better? Well, I have the answer to your prayers. From the makers of You Sank My Martyr comes a game the whole family can enjoy. Crucifixion! Crucifixion is not just fun to play, but it forces everyone to know their Bible. And it's easy to play. First, someone picks a word or phrase from the Bible, and the rest of the group takes turns trying to spell it. But be careful. If you pick a wrong letter, your little Jesus doll gets nailed. Um, I'll take a guess. Um, how about a K? Nope. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. After three nails and one spear to the chest, everyone loses. But don't worry. In three days, you can play again. So run down to your local Crucifixion toy store and grab up your very own copy of Crucifixion. Why not play tonight? Comes with a small Jesus doll, nails, and a tiny spear. Fake blood, wooden cross, and hammer not included. Crucifixion, a product of Trinity Brothers. That's a very bad taste on Good Friday, by the way. 1031, got some bad news from uh, Iraq. Oi! Large explosion heard in uh, central Baghdad. They're actually on CNN. Got the pictures there from Al Jazeera. Which you really can't see anything. Do you even see? Are you looking at it? Uh, no, not right now. The Why TV, not? The TV is uh, not working right. I got it. Josh, wait, wait a TV. minute. The TV in the in my studio there is not working right. Yeah, I, I turn the power on, turn it on again, turn it on again. I get nothing. So I'm gonna have to do it during the break and try to fix it. I see. Anyway, uh, well, they're showing all these pictures, but there's really nothing to see because uh, you know there's some trees, there's some palm trees. In fact, it looks like Hallandale. I think that was a picture <laughs> of Hallandale. Anyway, there's uh, some bad crap going on over there again today, and some more bad crap. Iraqi insurgents said they had seized four Italians and two Americans on the western outskirts of Baghdad today. Now, yesterday we saw the South Koreans, the seven Getskis that they released, but then the three Japanese, what they had. The... Did you see that footage? Yes. That was really uh, grotesque stuff. It's amazing what and they show. Just terrorizing those poor people, and just uh, with the knives to the uh, throats and the guns to their heads, and telling the Japanese that if they don't take all their uh, troops out of there, which uh, they don't have all that many, what is it, 550, something like that, but if they don't take their troops out, that within three days they're going to, like, burn those people alive. And knowing the kind of barbarians that we're talking about, it wouldn't surprise me if they did it. A writer in uh, Japan says, no, we're not going to do that. A writer's journalist saw two captive foreigners said by the insurgents to be Italians in a mosque in a village in the Abu Ghraib district, 
One was wounded in the shoulder. Both were weeping. Why did they weep? U.S. soldiers in the tank in the area near the village of Al-Dahab, Al-Abai, well, who knows what these names are, said they knew some Americans had been taken hostage but had no details. That's why we're sealing off the road, said one soldier. So this is the new deal now that they're taking hostages and making all kinds of threats. And it's just by, day by day getting worse and worse. Blast reportedly heard near the Sheraton Hotel in Baghdad is what CNN's reporting right now. It's a mess. It's a quagmire. You can't spell quagmire without I-R-A-Q. Got it? Got it. You can't spell Iraq without quagmire or something like that. <laughs> Who do you think most responsible for 9-11 to happen? And I love the way that Josh continues his illiterate run here. It's beautiful. Nobody could have stopped it. He's got not, not nobody could have stopped it. Nobody could have stopped it. Now, you can't possibly be that illiterate, okay? And realize you're working at QAM. No, seriously. I mean, you sound fairly articulate, like you can put like a string of sentences together. I, I realize the pressure of working with Dave Van Boring is starting to get to you. But nobody could have stopped it? I just put what you, uh, what you said, that's all. No, no, I think I said nobody could have stopped it. Isn't that what I said, Zach? Uh, yeah, I think so. Isn't that what, like, any uh, rational, articulate person, even like some schlump like me, would say? Nobody could have stopped it. Have. not. Nobody could have stopped But Well, why bother? Anyway, George W. Bush, 81. Nobody could have stopped it, 34. CIA, 29. Condoleezza's got 21. FBI, 13. And Bill Clinton has got 12. By the way, Clinton testified for uh, three hours yesterday behind closed doors. And uh, they said he'd done a good job, is what they said. And he was cracking a lot of jokes about the blue dress, is what I'm hearing, too. Right. Anyway, speaking of that kind of stuff, Clear Channel officially drops Stern's program after the FCC yesterday fined the nation's largest radio operator, Cheap Channel, $495,000 for comments made during Howard Stern's show. The penalty against Clear Channel was the second largest fine ever issued by the government for an indecency violation, trailing the $755,000 penalty against Clear Channel in January for four shows hosted by radio personality Bubba Love Sponge in Tampa. Windows appear broken at the Sheraton Hotel is what it says here. Large explosion in central Baghdad. And they're showing, I don't know, a couple of soldiers there, and they're walking around. They probably got the uh, cameras in the wrong place. Clear Channel immediately announced that it had dropped Stern from its six stations and had broadcast his show in February with the threat of the fine looming, Clear Channel suspended Stern Show. And let me say it again, they never had any intention, believe me, of putting him back on in Miami or any of the other six markets. Mr. Stern Show has created a great liability for us and other broadcasters who air it, said John Hogan, president of Clear Channel Radio. The Congress and the FCC, and now I understand why my friend Derek can't stand John Hogan. The Congress and the FCC are beginning to look at the revoking station licenses. That's a risk we're just not willing to take, said John Hogan. Hogan also cited what he called a deafening silence from the Stern Show on their future plans to comply with the law. In a statement on his website, Stern derided the FCC and Bush administration for imposing their opinions and rights to tell us all who and what we will listen to and watch and how we should think about our lives. He added, it's pretty shocking that governmental interference into our rights and free speech takes place in the U.S., which I've been trying to tell this audience for weeks and weeks and weeks now, but like that. And, of course, Howard, if he would have hopped on that thing, right? he had the perfect vehicle there. He had that opportunity from his own listener, that Scott kid in New York. If he would have worked with him, he could he could have had the million signatures in uh, two or three days. At least, yeah. And they could have already placed that big ad. They could have, like, at least tried to put the brakes on this madness and at least got the public to uh, have a voice. But, no. Stern's popular show has aired in major markets nationwide for more than two decades. During that time, the FCC has levied fines of more than $1.7 million against Infinity, a unit of Viacom. Infinity owns Stern Show and broadcasts it on 18 stations across the country, including WCKG-FM in Chicago. Infinity, which in the past has said it had no plans to stay 
take Stern off any of its stations. They had no comment yesterday on the FCC fine. In the same order, by the way, against Clear Channel, the FCC asked its enforcement staff to investigate Stern's broadcast on Infinity stations in all. 35 na stations nationwide still carry Stern's show. Proponents of legislation in Congress to increase punishments for broadcast deemed indecent regularly cite Stern's radio and TV shows as examples that cross the line. I guess they forget that his TV show is on cable on E. That's right. The FCC, guided by court orders, defines... Well, we know what that is. A movement to crack down on broadcast deemed indecent has gained momentum since uh, pop singer Janet Jackson's breast was exposed. Janet Jackson's the Antichrist, although that was just an excuse, but that's the tragic part of the whole deal. Is they use that as an excuse to just go crazy and just trash the First Amendment, trash people's choices, trash the broadcast industry to the point where there's basically nothing left. It's just a deforestation thing. Even Jeff DeForest is upset about it. It was the perfect FCC's timing. Again. I beg your pardon. Oh, I'm sorry. They, it was perfect timing. I mean, they that thing popped out and that was it. That was they. It was a great excuse for them to shut down on everybody. The FCC's fight against Third Channel began with a listener who complained about the broadcast of Stern's show on WBGG, the company stationed in Fort Lauderdale, April 9 broadcast of last year. In a 20-page order that focused on two segments from that show, the FCC said it found Stern's discussion of the sexual practices of certain cast members to be patently offensive. Specifically, the FCC said in an exchange in which Stern told the audience that a cast member, John, and his wife have anal sex every other time they do it, that John's wife loves anal. This is a news story, by the way. I'm just reading it. The FCC also cited Stern's comments regarding his personal revulsion at the thought of a naked, sweaty, obese man engaging in oral sex. It ended that Stern's discussion of anal sex and his commentary on oral sex are punctuated by the sound of someone passing gas or evacuating. <laughs> the fine covered the same broadcast on Clear Channel stations in Pittsburgh, San Diego, Louisville, Cocoa Beach, Florida, and Honeyoy Falls, New York. Oh, my God. Honeyoy Falls. Where's that? Oh, you don't want to know. It's upstate New York. The five-member FCC board, made up of three Republicans and two Democrats, voted unanimously to approve the indecency finding and the fine. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. San Antonio-based Clear Channel can appeal the fine, but is not expected to do so. Earlier this year, they paid that almost $800,000 fine for Bubba Love Sponge. While the fines are large for a 1,200-station company, such penalties easily could put smaller broadcasters out of business. Thursday, the union that represents on-air radio and TV personalities warned that the company's quick decision to drop Stern demonstrated the dangers of allowing one company to control a large portion of the media. This is likely to set a terrible precedent, said Tom Carpenter, National Director of News and Broadcasting for the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, AFTRA. There are likely to be some very serious repercussions for artists to be heard or seen when one company can determine the decency standards for so many listeners in so many parts of the country. The penalty against Clear Channel marked the first time the FCC has applied a year-old stepped-up enforcement policy on indecency violations and just as a little footnote even though this is very small potatoes and the FCC yesterday released a memorandum opinion that order affirming a $14,000 forfeiture penalty against MS Radio License Corporation for willingly uh, willfully broadcasting indecent material over WKQX uh, in Chicago the commission agreed with the Enforcement Bureau that the station had repeatedly aired indecent material during its Man Cow's Morning Madness program. The commission rejected Emmis' arguments that the complaints did not include enough information to supply indecency findings. Yada, yada, yada. So there's 14 grand, but that's small potatoes. That's the Emmis. So there you go, the incentive. The windows appear broken at the Sheraton Hotel in people, Baghdad. Not the insurgents, but the Iraqi people, to recover their wounded, care for their people, uh, get supplies. 
I imagine food and water are becoming an issue within. They said it was a deafening explosion is what the, they're describing it at the Sheraton Hotel in Baghdad. As the insanity just continues. Now, let me just ask you one thing to ponder in your mind, okay? Even though Saddam was a bad guy, he, of course, was our bad guy for a long, long time. But he was a bad guy, and he slaughtered all those innocent people, and he gassed the Kurds, and yada, yada. Was all of this terrorism and all these explosions, all this death, and was this going on in Iraq before last March? Nope. Oh, I, I just mentioned it's something to think about. I mean, maybe we're just not supposed to care about that, but was uh, our Iraq a hotbed of terrorism? No. No. But don't confuse the public with the facts that uh, 45 or 50 percent, whatever it is, that are just adamant. You know, the uh, Bush people, the professional Bushmeisters? Yeah. Who are probably just as ignorant and maybe even more so than he is. That's the problem, man. Lack of education in America. I mean, look at Josh for crying out loud. Nobody could. Oh, and uh, did Eric change that? Because you can't change it, right, once you put some crap on there? That is correct. So Eric came to uh, Josh's rescue and put nobody could have stopped it. Because even Eric was so embarrassed for you and humiliated and degraded, he doesn't want anybody thinking that you know he's responsible for anything so illiterate and degrading as nobody could have stopped it. I mean, come on, Josh, you can do better than that. You're doing a fine job, but you're just the last couple of days starting to show your ass, okay? It's probably my fault. And the way things are going right now... And after the Janet Jackson business, you should be learning, do not show your ass. In fact, the guy that used to be that John, uh, what was the convoy on the Guiding Light? One of the writers for 100 years on that show. He got canned because he wrote a script in which one of the kids shows his ass on the just Just a cheek or two. Unbelievable. Yeah, got canned. That's the atmosphere in America today. Deutschland Oberallis. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler and Heil Bush. 1042 at 560 WQM. Spring into savings right now and save like never before on a new car truck from Armstrong, Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836, so it's a piece of cake to get there. And believe me, it's worth the drive no matter where you are because these folks are going to save you thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out the great lease deals waiting for you right now at Armstrong's. An 04 Camry or 4Runner, just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander, just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? You pay only 179 a month for 48 months. These are just some of the fantastic savings for you waiting right now at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do just about anything under the sun to cut you a deal so he can get you into a new Toyota today. Experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're locally owned, locally operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, and their service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure they get all your service work done. Easy to get there. They're at US 1 and 293rd in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836, like I said. And Armstrong Toyota Homestead, listen very carefully now. They offer your free tires, batteries, and replacement parts for life. That's correct. You get tires, batteries, and free parts for life. Nobody else does that. So don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always give you the big song to dance and then let you down. Do the smart thing and save yourself a ton of cash by calling David Rich, the GM, at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Call him at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota today at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Live, live and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's day oh in Miami town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. Tired of playing. FCC finds for me Feeling so censored My show is now sterile Don't know what you expect me to be But under arrest next 
Take me off my show. Shock jocks have got to go. That stern has got to go. Every word that I say is under the microscope. Don't know who's next to go. Get in line or hit the road. In Baghdad on CNN says windows appear broken at the shirt and a big blast is what they heard. Now, of course, back in the day, I would pay, play the sound of that big blast, but we can't play it anymore, can we? I don't think Better so. not. Yep. Especially in light of what I, that story I read about what Stern uh, got fined for. Really? What was that exp- yeah. Flatulence and what was the other thing? Flatulence. Evacuation. That's what it was. I think they're having an evacuation at the Sheridan Hotel in uh, Baghdad. I sure hope nobody gets fined for that. Oh, we're fine. Anyway, just, I, I gotta use this, even though it's a very minor thing and it's not of any interest to anybody, but just, just to make a point. The Omaha World Herald newspaper, uh, this past Saturday had a story about how the, uh, local talk station here in Omaha is moving Bill O'Reilly's show to afternoon drive to get him away from, uh, Lardass Limbaugh because he can't compete with Rush. KKAR is the name of the station. Now, the story is of really no interest to anybody outside of Omaha, I guess, but the point, be- and of course the fact that Bill O'Reilly's radio show is an absolute dud. I mean, in the South Florida market, he has a big, oh! no, no number at all. He doesn't even show up. Is that incredible? Unbelievable. He's sure putting a dent in Russia's audience, not. <laughs> but anyway, talk radio station KKAR is shaking up its schedule in Omaha, says the story. Now, here's the deal. They have a local, uh, yokel in the morning, which I don't know who he is. But then Laura Ingraham broadcast 8 to 11 a.m. Omaha time. Laura Ingraham, right-wing bitch. Steve Brown, local uh, personality, 11 to 2, which I can only assume he must be right-wing because uh, wait till you hear the other people, the rest of their lineup. 2 to 5 in the afternoon, Sean Hannity. The Radio Factor with Bill O'Reilly, uh, 5 to 7 in the afternoon. And Neil Bortz from Atlanta, another right-wing lunkhead, 7 to 10 at night. What a lineup, huh? Lots of, <laughs> lots of right-wingers in there. <laughs> You think they're going to well, talk about the same thing? Keep in mind that there's some other station in the market that's carrying Rush. So fair and balanced, baby. <laughs> that's what American and all these people, oh, the liberal media, the liberal media, right. The liberal media, my fat ass. So even Zach's fat ass is embarrassed for you people to talk about the liberal media. I Forget am. about it. It's crazy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Who do you think was most responsible for allowing 9-11 to happen? 291 votes, George W. Bush, 117. Nobody could have stopped at 58. CIA 48. Condoleezza 27. FBI 23. And Bill Clinton 18. WQM, hello. Yes, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, I, I just wanted to <laughs> let you know, I, I watched a little bit of uh, Condoleezza yesterday, and uh-huh. the thing that really agitates me is the fact her total callousness to what happened on 9 11. I mean, no, really, I mean, like reducing, you know, the loss of nine, three thousand people to a mm-hmm. systemic breakdown. Yeah, and, you know, and also, you know, it gets me. It's like she talks about had we known about what would happen, that they were going to attack us by planes, we would have done everything to stop it. I mean, what did she expect? You know, terrorists to send their emails that yeah, here we come. You know, mark it down on your calendar, Con. Yeah, come yeah. In. I like the fact you kept saying, well, in, in that. Uh... The PDB on August 6th, there wasn't like a date and a time and a place. I mean, that is an insult to the, uh, to yeah, all the to, people to, who died in there. To America, right and, you know, and, and again, the refusal to, to admit that maybe we could have done more. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, we're not saying, you know, come out and say, hey, I'm guilty, it's my fault, but just, you know, like Richard Clark, your government failed you, we let you down, yeah. we're sorry, not mm -hmm. even that, it's just this total... No contrition at all from Condoleezza. You know, just total callousness, I mean, 3,000 yeah. people gone as if, you know, hey, it's just the cost of doing business, uh, it's really, I, uh, I mean, I hate to say that she's responsible, but, you know, she was being told by many people, hey, pay attention to, you know, to Al-Qaeda. You know, there, there are... And then, then for her to say it was, it was natural, uh, given the history of Iraq, it was natural for the president to be thinking that Iraq may have been behind it. I mean, it's just so unacceptable and so ludicrous to be talking such crap. You know, and, and you had a lot of family members who were, you could see, they were visibly upset, crying yeah. about, you know, just... You know, again, reducing it to nothing more than a, you know an operation. Well, what about the family down. members of all those kids that are dying over there right now? Six more of our troops died in the last two days. I just saw it on the crawl, but they don't even bother. We don't even see the names very rarely. Once in a great while, they might, uh, if you're watching round the clock, they might put a name on there and give a little bio or something. But these kids are just being slaughtered over there, and now they're taking hostages, and uh, they don't seem to care. You know, they have they have no no admission of uh, of making a mistake. Neil, my, my brother's down here with his family, and he's got two children that are like, you know, teenagers, 16 and 14, and they're yeah. so blinded by Bush thinking he's done everything, and they believe that, you know, because Iraq was a threat, he had to go after them. And I said, you know, in two years, you're going to be 18. I said to my niece and my nephew, who's 15, I said, I want to see you people, you know, you know, stop being chicken hawks, go down to your, you know, to your armed forces recruiting center and sign up. If you don't do that, you know, like Bush said, either you're with us or you're against us. And I, I, and I don't even talk to my niece and nephew anymore. That's how I feel. I mean, really, okay. it costs me relatives. I, I really don't care. This is how upset I am about Hang in there, Pally. You too, Neil. Have See a great you. one. You too. WQM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was uh, listening to everything. You know, uh, Saddam used to sponsor the Palestinian suicide bombers by giving their families $25,000 each time they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would call that the sponsorship of terrorism. So I don't think it was a far leap for Bush to think that maybe there was a connection. I agree that we shouldn't have went in, but I, I think we, you know, you got to be careful by just painting broad strokes and saying the administration's a bunch of, you know, idiots and... They, they are a bunch of idiots. They're not, and actually to say the idiots would be a compliment. They're a bunch of very dangerous uh, uh, chicken hawks is what they are. These are people who never fought in uh, themselves in combat. These are people who've got a whole master plan that they had cooked up before they even stole that election. So to suggest that the, these people are uh, actually taking fact and use, using that, uh, let me say it again. If you really want to uh, talk about who was responsible for 9-11, why didn't we invade Saudi Arabia? Fifteen of the 19 hijackers were Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabians. That would have been too easy. And the final, yeah. and all the and all the financing, by the way, for Osama came from the Saudi royal family. I agree. Oh, one, one more thing. I just want to say with the poll, if you could put a question up, I don't like this poll. I think that would be helpful because sometimes I don't vote because I don't like the poll, though I would vote if it was a good poll. Okay. Have a great day, pal. You don't like our poll. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought if you didn't like the poll or you weren't interested, you just wouldn't vote. We're not. Are we lacking for votes? No. No. But anyway. This uh, this is, uh, again, religious madness, crazy religious people that's going on all over the world. Nobody nowhere wants to talk about it. Just this lonely little voice here. And, of course, you know me, the old heathen. Texas mom believed son would resurrect. You know that crazy bitch in Tyler, Texas, oh, Deanna Laney? Yep. A woman who killed her two sons and injured a third said she refused antipsychotic medication after her arrest until her, until her oldest son failed to rise from the dead on her ni his ninth birthday, as she'd expected. 
That sounds yeah. horrible. That sounds uh-huh. pretty horrible. Yeah. Deanna Laney, 39, also said she felt embroiled in spiritual warfare, considered killing herself after her arrest, and worried how her surviving son would cope, according to a transcript of a pretrial psychiatric interview obtained by the Dallas Morning News. Laney was found innocent by reason of insanity. We already know that. In a transcript of an interview in December with prosecution psychiatrist Park Dietz, she said she refused medication until after Joshua's birthday in late July. She told another psychiatrist she smelled sulfur in her cell and thought it was a sign that the devil was near. How do you like that? Oh, my God. The devil is near. She said she didn't mention that earlier because she thought everything happening to her was spiritual warfare, and I didn't think he would understand any of it, the newspaper said. I didn't want to kill my kids. I felt like I had no choice because God told me to do that, and I was taught to obey God. Just like God told the Jews to kill all their enemies and be sure don't miss any of them in the Old Testament. This is nothing new. This has been going on since the beginning of recorded time. My religion is great. You're really you're a heathen. Uh, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse, whether it's the Catholic Church, whether it was the Jews killing all their enemies, no matter who it is, whether it's the crazy uh, uh, fundamentalist Muslims today. Nothing new. But nobody's going to tell you that because uh, they're terrified. They're scared crapless of religion. And the Pope, that silly old man, they had him on here this morning because it's Good Friday. He's blessing everybody, and he's, doing, he's sitting there shaking, man. Looks like Janet Reno on a bad day. <laughs> God almighty, somebody bring him a Shakey's pizza, please, and calm his old ass down. Il Papa. 1057 at 560, large explosion near Baghdad, Sheraton Hotel. Right now, because we are in... Uh... More hostages, more prisoners being taken. Americans, Italians, Japanese, you name it, they got them. My, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Exciting. We got a, a fire alarm in my building now. Are you ready for that? Nice. So maybe you'd like to. Uh, actually, it's in the parking garage, so it's not like in a residential part of my building. Well, Shut up, good. honey. You're talking too loud. I'm doing a radio show in here. <laughs> and, then, and wait till you hear the alarm start, though. I guess I better close my door, huh? Whistle a little tune there, Zach. Do, 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 do. I, don't, I don't know much tunes, but I'll, uh, I'll try my best. Okay, there you go. There I, you shut, go. I shut the door. Good. Yeah, but you can still hear that, I bet, though, huh? Hear that beep? A little bit. 
So if they come out and make an announcement that uh, the building is burning down and all of a sudden you hear dead air, just to plan to do a show, Zach. Oh, nice. You and Josh. What? Uh, should be interesting. Well, you don't think I'm going to sit here and get fried just uh, for uh, Greg Reed, do you? Um, human sacrifice on Good Friday. Neil Rogers is ew, human God. sacrifice. I don't think so. It'd be anyway, a, it'd here's be the final, re- that final result of the first pool. We'll give out free Ooh. tickets. There you go. <laughs> give, give away the rest of those tickets. In fact, the audience is probably for many reasons hoping the building is just blazing by before 11.15. Flaming. Who do you think was most responsible for allowing 9-11 to happen? 344 votes. George W. Bush, 135. Nobody could have stopped at 70. CIA, 56. Condoleezza, 31. FBI, 28. Bill Clinton, 24. Boy, that thing is so annoying, man. You have no idea how loud. Can you actually hear that on the air, that, uh, the alarm in very, the back? Very, very, very low. faintly. That's because yeah. I got the door closed. Yeah. I guess it would add a lot of excitement if I could, like, you know, just, oh, look at this. Pope hears confessions during Good Friday services. There he is. He's shaking. He's clutching. He's got, he's got the really, uh, Sunday go to meeting kind of outfit on day. Oh, listen, there goes that alarm really big time. Bat, 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 like that. You hear it? This <laughs> is almost as exciting as the day the uh, power went out and I had to do the show on the phone for a bunch of time. Oh, nice. Now, actually, I could do so. I could take my cell phone outside if worse comes to worse and I have to evacuate. But then again, if we evacuate, remember what the FCC said about those evacuating sounds? Yep. Be careful. I better open the door again because if she makes an announcement, I don't want to be sitting here talking to you bozos while I find out the building is going to burn down. Yeah, that's not a great Should idea. Should I open up the door? Sure. Then you can hear the sound of this uh, hysterical thing, too. It's great. I'm excited to hear it. Hear that? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You ain't heard nothing yet. It sounds oh, like my alarm clock. Too. sounds like my alarm clock. Small area of Atlanta Airport evacuated when suspicious package found. A small area of Hartsfield Atlanta Airport was evacuated Wednesday, boy, it's a little late getting this story out. There's the fire department, by the way. I can actually see the fire truck. Is there After like a real big fire? package was found in a men's restroom. Did you hear this story? No. The FBI said the package contained a device similar to a military trip flare containing a highly flammable substance that could have caused serious injury to anybody handling it. A trip flare is a device that may be used to signal when an enemy is approaching, set to go off when triggered by movement of a taut wire. A janitor found the package about 10.50 Wednesday morning described as being wrapped in duct tape and having suspicious components protruding from it. <laughs> but it was wrapped in duct tape. Maybe they had left that left over from when Tom Ridge told everybody to go out and buy your duct tape. And Visqueen. Also, U.S. warning uh, halts Paris trains. Police in Paris halted traffic on a commuter train line for about an hour Thursday evening after the U.S. warned French officials of a possible bomb attack. Authorities found nothing suspicious and lifted the alert around 9.30 last night. As, uh, and this is kind of eerie with that thing going off in the back. Yes. Bat, bat, huh? Sounds scary. I mean, while I got, and I hear all the sirens outside and the fire trucks are out there. <laughs> how's, how's the weather? How's the weather huh? out there? How's There's the another fire truck. It's on the way, baby. Oh, oh man. Those guys are quick. Huh? Those guys they are don't monkey around, man. Yeah. Large explosion heard in the area of the Sheraton Hotel in Baghdad. Boy, this would be really good if I, I'm not going to take any calls here for a while because if I try to hear the callers. No chance. Two chances, none less than none. So let's get to the important poll for the day. Based on what you know and hear on the ear, because, you know, we like to let the audience in on the various personalities in the building, because we've got such an <laughs> amusing bunch. Who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Well, we've never done this poll before, okay? Not quite this way. We've given people a chance to take their shots, which the audience in South Florida loves, but nevertheless, not quite like this. Based on what you know and hear on the ear... Who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQM? Now, here's the list I got so far. If I've left anybody off, 
uh, please uh, hop right in there, okay? And maybe I'll be able to hear you, but I doubt it. Todd Dreck, this is this is going to be very difficult for me. You think this is an easy choice? No. Well, in your case, I think it might be simple. Absolutely. But <laughs> Todd Dreck, Jeff High, a.k.a. Fat Boy, Geldy, <laughs> Neil, George, Hank, the Hebrew Hammer, uh, Mad Dog, Mo Howard Davided. All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the time. Screw Ann. Freaky Carlos. He'll get some votes. Yep. Greg Reed. Duff. Clarence. Eddie K. Or the big... Oh! Now, did I leave anybody obvious off of there? I sure wish that they would stop just banging at uh, alarm. Just She already came out and made the announcement. The alarm's got to be annoying. Huh? It's got to be a little bit annoying. annoying. This has been going on for like just, just when we went into the break this started. Oh, my God. Mm. I might actually put CNN on here for a few minutes if this thing don't calm down. Sure. Let me do that. I'm, I'm also going to have to ponder this thing, who I'm going to vote for on here. Yeah, it's, it's a tough choice. Absolutely. Well, Definitely. I guess, you know, when push, comes, <laughs> when push comes to show, I didn't put Dave Van Boring on here because he's not really a staff member. He's like, uh, I don't think he even works for the station, doesn't he? Isn't he employed by the Marlins? Yeah. Josh? Yeah, he's he works for the Marlins. Marlins organization, so he's not really a uh, QM staff member, and probably just as well. He's a little bit too boring for us. Don't forget, join Goldie tonight from 6 to 8 at the Davy Quarterdeck at 3155 South University Drive. Stop by for Amstel Light Specials, win Marlin tickets, and register to win a trip for two to the WQM Iceland Open in June, whatever that is. We have no idea. Do you know what that is? Uh, nope. No. No. And join George tomorrow afternoon from noon to 2 at Celluland, an authorized Verizon Wireless store, 4410 West 16th Avenue in Hialeah. Stop by to win Marlin's tickets and other prizes, too. And we got lots of Marlin tickets. We're just not giving any away because we're just uh, a bunch of hard asses. That's all. Yep. We, uh, do we do we really have tickets? Sure. If we need, if we can give tickets, I'm sure we we can. Get we're some. not giving them away though. I'm, I'm not. Even with the fire alarm in the back, if I have to lower myself, if I have to degrade the level of my existence to having people beg for tickets again, I promise. I, I did a zillion times, and uh, I apologize for that. It was terrible radio. It's embarrassing. I do like to see the way people degrade themselves. It is kind of amusing. And then to hang up on them and leave them hanging. But it's just, I can't do it anymore. It's it's horrible radio. Modern Japan doesn't send troops to foreign countries to start wars, so it doesn't expect to see citizens on the news caught in the violence of the conflict in Iraq. Japan's constitution imposed by the U.S. during the occupation following WW2 forbids war. That's why the Japanese military is called the self-defense forces. Self-defense is what is allowed and nothing else. Oh, wait a minute. We may be getting an announcement here on my uh, fire alarm. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. Here we go. Please, may I have your attention? I'd like to smack her right in the head. Right. Oh, that, what, what did that tell me? They're investigating the alarm. Somebody probably got drunk on Good Friday and yanked the thing, you know? Yeah, why not? Well, but the problem with that is that's fine, but as soon as she shuts up saying that again, it's going to start... Bah, bah, it's going to start doing the same thing really? again. really? We're not going to shut it off? One thing that would chase everybody out of the building. If I could put this on the loudspeaker. This, can you imagine that? Oh man, Geldy would drive them out on the street screaming. I think the fire would leave. Anyway, humanitarian missions such as the mandate of the Japanese soldiers now in Iraq are allowed. It's a loophole, but no one that was sitting there. Uh, they, now, what does that mean? No one that was just sitting there. I don't know what that means. The Japanese parliament. Oh, I see. Had to pass special legislation last year to permit the deployment of any troops at all. 
So in other words, after WW2, we kind of like uh, locked the Japs up and said, hey, don't go out unless, uh, you know, unless we ask you to. Those legalities are of little comfort to a nation shocked by video images of three Japanese civilians being held hostage in Iraq by gunmen who threatened to burn them alive unless Jap Japan withdraws its troops from Iraq. That's the demand Japanese leaders are resisting. We cannot give in to the cowardly threats of terrorists, said the Japanese Prime Minister, as he convened an emergency meeting of top officials and set up a task force to respond to the kidnappings. Right now, what we need to do is gather accurate information and bring them home safely, he said. How he's going to do that, I have no idea. Oh, wait a minute. You hear that stopped? Oh, it's it feels so good now that the pain stopped. <laughs> come on. <laughs> now, come on, Geldy, cut it out. No more. Now, they got to say something, don't they? I hope so. Now, that was bad. <laughs> come on, say something, honey. Give us some information. It's probably another false alarm. It happens about once every six months, just to keep you on your toes. And then, of course, every three or four months, they have another one of them, uh, uh, what do they call like, like a test of the fire alarm. The emergency and test? They, yeah. And they just blast that thing. And, just, and usually they do it like about 7.30 in the morning. Oh, nice. So like if it's during the summertime on a day when I'm not working and a sound of sleep cutting disease and all of a sudden, bat, 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 Did you hear that? Yeah. You just give us, ah. We're <laughs> <laughs> just teasing oh. now. Yeah, now it's just a tease, okay? It's just a, and then you wait about 10 seconds, and another one. Wow. We always say, listen, it's so great about doing a show out of that studio, because there, the best we ever had was the fire alarm went off, and the fire, and they never even showed up. They're right, they're, you know where they are, the fire department right over on Irvesdale Road? Yeah. They're like two blocks from the radio station. Yeah. They didn't bother showing up. They figure, A, it's either a false alarm, or B, we don't care because we listen to IOD anyway, and you know, probably a bunch of Limbaugh liquors over there at the fire department. Sure. Or else they were busy sliding up and down that greased pole. Oh, can we still say that? Can't say it. Nope. Okay, now let me, did you vote on here on this thing? Uh, yes, I did. I'm voting for Todd Dreck, okay? You may think I was going to vote for Mo, but surprise, he don't need my help. He'll get plenty from other people. I was, I didn't vote for Mo either. Did, who'd you vote for? For. Or you'd rather not say, probably. No, it's okay. Jeff I. <laughs> he voted for Jeff. Hi, Howie. That's right. Wow. Good choice. Mo Howard David Adon, no surprise, 23. He's right. Hank away 13, the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> oh, my God, Humper. What have you done to everybody? That was funny. Screw Ann 9 who was one of his most region, uh, re recent objects of uh, tremendous scorn and derision, and rightfully so. George Six, Neil Four, Geldy's Got a Pair, uh, Mad Dog Two, Greg Reed Two, The Big O's Got One, Todd Dreck has got my vote, nobody else, and uh, let's see, Jeff High's got yours, Freaky Carlos won, None Yet for Clarence, Eddie K, or Duff, out of the first 65 votes. Now, uh, how about Josh, who did you vote for? Well, see, Zach voted, so I didn't get to. Oh, that's, oh. Uh, that's a We're on the network here. If you would have had a chance to vote for, whom would you have voted? Freaky Carlos. A good choice. Excellent. So many good choices in so little time. Large explosion. They're not giving us any more information about this thing at the Sheridan Hotel in Baghdad. Down a poster. I would suggest do not be making any reservations there anytime soon. But also, this is right where the Sheraton Hotel Exactly. Stands. And this is this is what was fired upon. Now, as you're looking at this, they're, they're just uh, uh, vamping. They haven't got any idea. They're just stalling for time again. They know nothing. Twelve minutes after eleven at five sixty QAM, your alarming station. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Pubs, mobs, dope. The pubs, mobs, dope. Guy gave him the grass. The pubs, mobs, dope. He likes his smoking mask.
Jesus Christ is super hip, he never shut up junk. Popes and roads get thrown alone, priests and church get drunk. The Pope's Pope's dope, can't give him the grass. The Pope's Pope's dope, he likes his fucking ass. The Pope's Pope's dope, he's a groovy hater. The Pope's Pope's dope, the Pope's Pope's dope. That's it? That's it. That's the end. All over. Uh, but about 15 or 20 minutes of real excitement here and lots of noise and lots of uh, action going on on Good Friday. I got a fax a little hysterical from Stuttering Gill down there in the homestead. It says, be careful. The FCC is trying to burn you off the, off the show. <laughs> Dr. Rice has lit the match, and the firemen have been told not to go in from the Bushmeister. Something like that. I don't know. I did have a little message that was slipped under the door. It said, you understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. I don't know what that meant, but that's what it said. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty man that was uh, just mind blowing how the hell I got through that fifteen minutes I have no idea eh, thank eh, God for those spots eh, eh, eh. <laughs> WQAM hello hey Neil yes sir how's it going man pretty good why don't you have uh, Josh search for the uh, Hoppy Coleman get you out of that uh, uh studio search for the what the Hoppy Coleman that's over Monta what did he say the Hoppy Coleman what is that. That's when, you know, like Passover dinner when, uh... Oh, oh that was Jew talk? I don't speak yeah. that language, sir, okay? I'm a heathen, all right? I'm just I'm a dietary Jew. The Afi Komen. Uh, yeah. Like, you really know what that is? Well, it, I don't know exactly what the meaning of it oh, is. I just know that I, I never heard that in my, in my life. I never heard that. Yeah, they hide the Afi Komen. you got to find it. It's a piece the of matzah. The Afi Komen? Yeah. You have to be schmitten me, man. Well, what you. is it? It's a piece of matzah in a napkin. A pizza, a piece of matzah in a napkin. <laughs> I don't know with what the without butter. Is. There's that's without butter. That's the way I like it. And what and what do you do with it? Where do you where do you, you stick they it? Hide it. They hide it somewhere. The like the whoever the head of the table is hides it, and the kids look for it, and they get money if they find it. Oh God! Oh my God! Wow! Fun for the feeble-minded, baby. Let's celebrate some of these more religious holidays, man. It's really great. We got the one guys hanging up there on a cross. Everybody's gonna go see all the blood and the whipping and the slashing. And then we got these uh, crazy people running around hiding the matzah and spinning the dreidel. That's the wrong holiday, though. Yes. I all I care about. I'm like you. I care about the potato lockers and about the. Uh, 
Kishki and all of those things. Ooh. Matzo balls. Ooh. I'm talking about the good stuff, not matzo and all that garbage that people eat because it's obligatory because somebody told them, well, this is the time of the year we eat that. Why? Well, it's tradition. Yeah, so is slavery. So is beating your wife. I mean, what does that mean? It's true. So is hating everybody. I mean, what, what is tradition? Just break away from the crap, man. Break away. Can you do it? No. No, can't do it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's give away some tickets. What do you say? No. Just a joke. Just testing. <laughs> now here's the deal. Now that Clear Channel has made it official, even though it was already official, I got to take my shoes off. You know that while that alarm was blasting during the first commercial break, just before eleven. Uh huh. So what I'm doing, and I've had to do this once before, is I'm like running around putting all my clothes on, oh, and my shoes. Ah. So I'm sitting here fully clothed, which is highly uncomfortable, but at least I don't want the shoes on. Anyway, now that Stern is officially off of Clear Channel in perpetuity, in other words, he ain't coming back, you can go to our website, neilrogers.com, and there are the logos for the eight South Florida cheap channel stations. And I'm just suggesting this again, and it's a very strong suggestion. If you want to show your displeasure to Clear Channel, which they are definitely connected with the Antichrist, make no mistake about it. No. Uh, Big 106... And, and did, now you probably didn't notice because you don't pay that much attention to the ratings. I'm sure either one of you. Huh? But in this last trend, which was one week of Stern being off a of big, they were already taking a humongous drop. Absolutely. A humongous drop, just in one week out of the 12 weeks of the trend. Well, he's so the cash the entire, cow. Huh? He's the cash cow for them. So when the well big, I mean, who the hell listens to that crap music they're playing? Yeah. But uh, when the entire book comes out on April 29, which is uh, what is today, the ninth, 20 yes. days, so it's three weeks from yesterday. When that comes out, uh, you're going to see Big just fall off the face of the earth. Y100. What? IOD. Of course, the Rushmeister, they won't turn him off, but that is your choice. You can make this statement or not. WLVE, Love 94, which only soothes listen to jazz anyway. 103.5, Men in Black. That's not our audience, but I just mentioned. WRFX, Fox Sports. How many listeners they got? About 30, man. Zeta, 94.9. Poor Paul and Ron, huh? Poor old Paul and ancient Ron. And the WCTH. Thunder Country, 100.3, which I didn't even know there was another FM in the market. They must have big numbers. Huh? Neither did I. I never heard of that. 100.3, Thunder Country FM, WCTH FM. So those are the eight South Florida Clear Channel stations. El Anticristo, man, say goodbye to them immediately, if not sooner. And I'd also, uh, just for Lent and for the holidays in general, once you finish hiding, what what do you call it again? You hide the what? Afi Komen. <laughs> oh, Afi Coleman. I thought he was like a, driving at the track in the third race last night <laughs> with Satch Warner. You have to be kidding me. The, how, how could I have lived all of this time? You never found surrounded, the Afi Coleman? Surrounded by Jewishness, huh? You never found the Afi Coleman at Passover dinner? I, I never heard of it. I was only at a Seder once in my lifetime that I can recall. I was a little kid about five years old, and I remember they gave me a little taste of the wine, and I remember just ah, <laughs> being like a uh, stone off my ass. Nice. In fact, I can remember that's about the only memory I have of my grandfather on my father's side, who was a real, uh, oh, boy, what a classy family they were. Not, but at any rate, they're all dead now, including Dad. 5670560, pound 560 on, that's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. But that's my uh, feeling. See, one thing, let me me give you a little piece of advice about life. Sure. You can pick your nose, Uh you can pick your friends, Uh but you cannot pick your relatives. That's true. So these people who spout that crap, oh, blood is thicker than water, all of that crap, I, I find that, I mean, to each his own, you're entitled to your own opinion, I find that just ludicrous, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, it's just the luck of the draw who you're born their parents and your brothers and sisters and uncles and cousins and aunts and uh, these, all of these things. Huh? All of these things. Right. That's just the luck of the draw. You're right. 100%. So some of your relatives may be really great. They may be fabulous people. Oh, there's that fabulous again. And some may be really uh, holes. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything that uh, Josh has to dump again. I don't want to like put him in that position of having to like you know, get all bent out of shape and nervous, having to dump like when I said bag the other day. Yep. I apologize for that profusely. I will never say. See, the best way to wean yourself off all of this stuff, especially with this fascist crap that's coming down from the FCC now and from the Bush government and, and the Democrats, too. They're spineless. The best way is just not to say these things like in private, off, off the air, fellow. Yep. Because I'm just the kind of person, you know me, I'm a potty mouth. I talk uh, that kind of crap. on It's just me. I think most people talk that way. Yeah, so do I. Which is the reason that in movies many, many years ago, I would say... About 30, man. About 30 years ago, they started like uh, what actual language, like people really talk, to make them a little bit more realistic, you know? Why not? Sure. Sure. And that's how radio was becoming, too, until all of a sudden, one day, Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell destroyed it for everybody. That's the excuse we get. And I want to say it again for those people who think this is a right-wing thing. It technically should be, but even the great liberals, the Democrats, uh, none, none of them are standing up for a free speech, including Michael Copps, who's one of the two Democratic uh, commissioners on the FCC. He makes Michael Powell seem like uh, Larry Flint. That's how repressive and maniacal this guy is. I mean, these, these people are all nuts. All five of these word police that are on the FCC, they're all crazier in a bed bug. Oh, well, you can't say this and you can't do that. And they just make it up as they go along. I've been telling you this for a long time. They just keep embellishing and embellishing. And Congress says, hey, it's an election year. You go for it, man. We don't want to be uh, seen as supporting smut during an election year. And the rest of the public sits back and blim, 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 blim. And I'm going to tell you again, mark it down. Like Wayne says, mark it down. This is only the beginning. I've been saying this for weeks now because we already know that they want to extend this to cable. And a satellite, and like the story we had the other day from John Ascroft, and then even into your hotels where they can't show you like uh, adult movies in the hotel that you're paying for that's coming in over a wire. Can't do that. That makes me mad. I mean, where the hell does it end? I guess book burning's going to be next. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Howard, look at that. Mo, he still got it. A lot of us thought he lost it. None of us voted for him, though. We'll be pleased to know, Mo. Where was he this morning? Was this just a day off for uh, good behavior? Uh, he was called in sick. He called, called in sick this morning, I the Mo Howard so. David man? Yes, oh, the overnight guy uh, told Griefer this morning. That is, oh, and we, well, here's another one to add on there, by the way, Josh, onto our poll. Robert Griefer. That's right. <laughs> the grim Griefer. If I've told you once, I've told you nine times about that self-hating little uh, Jew man. Man, he is just brutal. Talk about politically confused. Oh, boy. Anyway, Mo Howard David, based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you think is the most obnoxious person at QAM? Mo Howard David has got 60, winning by a landslide. Absolutely. Hank's got 30. About, uh, about 30, man. Screw Ann, 17. Neil's got 10. I'm proud to say I got 10. I'm hanging 10. George, 9. Greg Reed, 5. The Mad Dog, 4. Geldy's got 4. Uh, Clarence, every vote that Geldy gets, he gets another squeak. <laughs> Clarence, 3. Todd Drex got 3. I'm pleased to say that. Eddie Kay has got 3. Now, can you believe that? No. That is just uh, outrageous. He's got more than Freaky Carlos and Big O. Freaky Carlos has only got two. Jeff High's only got your vote, just the one. The Big <laughs> oh. has got one. And Duff don't have any. So I guess they don't know her too well. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. 
WQM, your alarming station for the new millennium. Man, it was a lot of fun. Look at this. Uh, what is happening now is what used to happen during the days of Sodom. No freedom of opinions like the days of the bath party, said Hussam Abd al-Qadir, protesting speed vendor, telling Al Jazeera journalist after closing of the al-Sadar newspaper. And that uh, didn't win too many friends and uh, influenced too many people in a positive way. No. When they come in and start shutting down newspapers because they don't like the opinions that they're... It kind of sounds like what they're doing with radio and TV in this country. Yeah, pretty much. What would you expect? Let's see. Oh, here's the facts reminding us. And how could we leave? And both of you are guilty, too. I said, did anybody we leave off of there? We didn't put Joe Rose on there. We got the mad dog, but not the uh, little dog. Not blockhead. So let's get Joe Rose on there right away, please. I do have something uh, kind of interesting. This article by Max Castro, Israel and the State of Democracy in Miami, is really great. Thanks for whoever faxed it in, but uh, it's much too long to read on the air. Maybe I'll uh, get it over to Eric later on. We'll put it on the website. But anyway, you know, uh, Scott at StopFCC.com, who really uh, ticked me off a few days ago, and rightfully so, and I'm still uh, really upset, because uh, if he would have gotten together with Stern and they really would have gone with that, they could have the million signatures already. They could have taken out. Stern could have written a check himself, and they could have put a full-page ad in USA Today, and they could have gotten 50 million signatures, or at least 10 million anyway. But no. But anyway, on StopFCC.com, now I notice new the ACLU is getting involved. There's a red banner there. Use the ACLU send an instant fax or email to your senator webpage. All you do is just type in your zip code. Like what's the zip code there at the station? Uh, 33169, yeah. 3169. It doesn't really make any difference what it is. I'm just using that as an example. And then a page comes up that says you're leaving stopfcc.com being sent to an ACLU website. You click there. It says please click here to continue or close the window if you don't want to. And then... Depending on your zip code, this is what we've been looking for. Take action, says the ACLU. Well, thank God. It's a little bit late now, but maybe a better late than ever. Choose your message recipients. And here's your two senators, Bob Graham and Bill Nelson. Subject. And then, of course, subject uh, could be uh, Howard Stern uh, being taken off the air by Clear Channel. Censorship on the radio. The FCC going on. Whatever you want. And then it's got an optional text down below, which can be the letter that you send. Your, uh, and then the, your closing, sincerely so-and-so, and you type in your name. That's a beautiful thing. Isn't that great? Absolutely. It says, most members of Congress, other elected officials, require certain information so they can identify constituents and respond to your concerns. 
and then you have a thing in the bottom, you have to fill in with your name and address and the shoe size and so on. But if there are people that really still care, I mean, we got thousands of people to sign Scott's petition, even though he's still in a closet somewhere anonymous and uh, don't want to get overly involved, and we could have taken out that ad and probably been well ahead. But nevertheless, I'm not doing this out of an ego trip. I'm doing it because somebody's got to at least try to do something to, like, put the brakes on. Tap the brakes a little bit, please, will you? No. Slow down the freight train, the runaway freight train of censorship. It's madness. So if you're pissed off about it and you want to, can we still say that? Yeah. Well, thank goodness. Monday, maybe not. Then go to uh, stopfcc.com and go clear down there to the bottom of that red banner and then uh, tap out your thing to the FCC. Can we say tap it out? No. Oh. Minister gets six and a half years for a three-state bank, uh, three bank robbery spree. A minister from Maine was sentenced yesterday to six and a half years in federal prison for committing a three-state spree of bank robberies in which he told tellers he had a gun and made off with a total of more than $13,000. Jerry Hayes, 53, of Hartford, Maine, was arrested last May 14 after robbing a bank in Haverhill, Mass. He was laundering the proceeds of the robberies to an account in the, same, in the name of Shima First Apostolic Assembly in Canton, Maine, the FBI said. He also used money from the account to buy a handgun found in his car at the time of the arrest. Like that. He then robbed a Portman, New Hampshire bank April 8th, making off of nearly three grand. Just two days later, he walked into a da uh, Danvers bank, handed a, t a teller a note saying he was armed, and made off with more than 4,200 bucks. He was finally arrested after robbing the Haverhill Bank, during which he threatened to take a hostage, and made off with 2550 This is a former, um, uh, no, a minister from Maine, a man of the cloth, a good man, a devout, pious man. Praise the Lord. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We may actually have to wind up giving away some tickets today, you know. I mean, it's only eleven thirty. This seems to be, I guess, because of that alarm. To me, it's seeming like the longest day of my lifetime today. I could be wrong about that, but it just seems like it's uh, crawling by here. That alarm was annoying. There was a, a lot of uh, stress. WQAM, hello. Can I be on your show? No, you can't. Get some help, okay? Get some Prozac, Ron. Get some Prozac. Get yourself a big handful, okay? Rectum. I don't want to tell you where to put them. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah? Speak to hello? me. Hello? Yes. Um, yeah, is this Neil? It sounds like me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was just calling this, uh, all this stuff with Ashcroft and, uh, and basically I'm getting the Bush administration is doing. There's nothing new. It's what they, their plan was when they first began. I remember seeing a Bill Moyers Now show on PBS mm -hmm. about well, now... Which, by, which, by the way, they wanted to get that show off the air. Oh, that's not surprising because they yeah. usually go after them pretty pretty well. Right. But uh, their show was on uh, how his primary agenda wasn't going after terrorists or anything like that. It was after going after the porn industry and trying to whittle their way back from the porn industry you know, into the radio markets. And it seems they've just used the, the whole Janet Jackson uh, situation. Right, that's correct. As their ticket to, to just rampage the other direction from radio it's and work their trashing, way back eventually. Trashing the First Amendment, trashing freedom of speech while the public is sitting back uh, diddling their uh, knuckles. There was another excellent show that they had on that, too. It was on uh, on freedom of assembly and how they had kind of reestablished the, the notion of the old Nixon era where uh, the Justice Department would be sending infiltrators and the FBI as well into any kind of groups that were meeting trying to form any kind of protest anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is basically the agenda they came in with, and they're just using whatever happens to, to come up as an event. To, well, I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the people that I curse, and that's the mainstream media, why they are. And I'm going to tell you why they're not screaming and hollering, because, see, the Howard Stearns of this world aren't popular with the mainstream media. They're considered to be 
way off the deep end. They're over the line, shock jockeys, whatever term you want. So the mainstream media has never supported people like Howard. So as a result, they can always say, well, you know, they're not going to come after us. They're just going after people who are way over the line and are potty mouths and putting filth on here. And uh, nobody wants to be seen as supporting that. But in the meantime, they're really going after anybody who doesn't goose up the uh, company line. They're going to go after him soon. They're not going to go after him now. you're completely correct. Okay, pal, hang in there. I'll see you at the border. Okay. Oh, Canada. By the way, the Leafs uh, stunk last night. I mentioned that already, but I'm just yep. pretty depressed. It's just a game, you know. Life goes on. Not going to sit here and cry. Man, bad, bad calls by the officials. I got news for it. There was some bad calls, but forget about that. They stunk the joint out. They didn't show up. Anyway, Norm from Miramar says, I was looking for President Bush's website and ended up at a website called www.whitehouse.org. To my surprise, at the bottom left-hand corner, there's a banner that says, Sponsoring Partners Clear Channel. Well, that couldn't be the clear channel that was having all them political rallies and ripping the Dixie Chicks and having all those pro-Bush rallies all over the country, could it? Yes. Oh, I went back this morning, and guess what? There's a Walmart banner now. This supports your theory that this administration and clear channel are... My theory that they're in cahoots? It's not a theory. <laughs> I mean, they, they donate the hundreds of thousands of dollars to Bush, clear channel. It says, by the way, don't visit uh, WhiteHouse.com. It's an adult site. Actually, uh, visit it while you still can, says Norm from Miramar. Well, you better get off of there, Norm, although we do have... On our website today, we got uh, Leanne Tweeden. Yes. And Leanne is uh, a lovely picture we got there, by the way. Leanne Absolutely. is about... About 30, man. And there she is, a model, a Playboy model, no less. And uh, actress of, uh, you know, actress, so to speak. Everybody's an actress, right? Sure. Even uh, even Freaky Carlos out there, she's a bad actress. Based on, and the muff, based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? A little fun, chance for you to vent. Get it out of your system. 225 votes. Look at this. Muff, Joe Rose, and uh, those two don't have any yet. See, nobody don't like Muff or Joe. From the bottom up, Robert Creeper's got one. Nobody's seen it, but Robert Creeper's got one. Big O's got a pair. Jeff High Fat Boy's got two. Eddie K's got three. That just knocks me out. Probably guys are sour because he gave some bad uh, betting advice. That's got to be it. Clarence, three. Todd Drex got four. Freaky Carlos, five. The Mad Dog's got six. I thought nobody don't like the Mad Dog. Uh, Geldy's got seven. <laughs> Greg Reed's got eight. George, 12. I got 17. I'm obnoxious, all right, and proud of it. Scoran, 23. The Humpers got 40. And Mo, nobody can't touch Mo. A hundred and four. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, QAM. Right hand man of the Taliban, second only to Bin Laden. On the land to my house he ran, now he's hiding in my basement. And you thought it was over, they got Saddam in Iraq. Well, the joke's on you, you pathetic boo. Cause one of them came back, Bula Bula Omar. He's a terrorist for Allah. I tried to tell a reporter, but none of them wanted to hear. He's an evil dude with a bomb or two, and no one cares he's here. Bula Bula Omar. Bula Bula Omar. 1146, 14 till noon at 560 WQM. We got uh, no uh, Mad Dog today. We got Curtis Stevenson going to be on for the Mad Dog at 2. You think Mad Dog's in church? Um, I don't think no. so. 
No. Uh, the humper, though, the Hebrew hammer will be along at four. <laughs> Three solid hours of the hammer today, which is uh, pretty funny. heavy duty for him. Marlins on deck at seven. The Phillies at the Marlins. I bet you we got a bunch of tickets for that game tonight. The uh... Take some calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe call Miguel and ask him if we can get some tickets out. Jo oh, no. Let's give some tickets away. What do you say, huh? Sure. You want to? How many we got? Uh, a whole bunch. We do? I don't know. I'm sure it won't be tough to get them. Well, how are they going to get them? If they, if they... Take some calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe call Miguel and ask him if we can get some tickets out. Jo oh, no. Let's give some tickets away. What do you say, huh? Sure. You want to? How many we got? Uh, a whole bunch. We do? I don't know. I'm sure it won't be tough to get them. Well, how Miguel are they going to get them? If they, are these for tonight's game? A little bit too, but Hank used to be. Uh, until I told him, I gave him that lesson about taking the money right to the bank and just uh, forget about all the other crap. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad things are smooth over. He seems yeah, as far as all the other stuff, we have video. we have Mo's motto. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey Neil, I'd love to uh, get tickets if I could. To what? Uh, either the Heat or the Marlins, whichever you choose. Well, we got a pair for tomorrow's uh, Marlin game. You want those? I would love them. Okay, hang on. Now, see, you thought I was going to hang up on that guy, right? Yeah, I definitely did. Why? I don't know. I just thought that it was you were just. Now see, you're going to call me a hypocrite because I was telling you before the show today that hearing Joe Rose give away Marlin tickets this morning, and yes. it really did. It just grossed me out. I was screaming to Duff about it. It's just awful, awful radio. And here you are. And I'm doing it. Well, yep. see, listen. Like I told you, I'm just here for the check, and they don't really care. You know. Well, it's Good Friday. Really... It good is Friday. Good Friday. It's yeah. a holiday. Uh, they're not telling us any more about that crap. You know, this really disturbs me a lot. Maybe I'm the only one, but I doubt it. And that is that every single day, it seems, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that comes on briefly on one of these talking heads, either CNN, MSNBC. Like yesterday, loud explosions in Iraq, and we never heard anything more about it. I mean, all day. And believe me, I watch all the news as much as I can. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to turn on the uh, BBC so when it gets to be the top of the hour, which unfortunately the top of the hour will be like noon, so it will be like uh, 5 in the afternoon. That's good, 5 in the afternoon over there with the Brits. And see what they'll happen, because there's almost never a follow-up. And if there is, it's not until the next day or many, many hours later. I think Inquiring Minds would like to know what the hell's going on over there, wouldn't you? Yeah, sure. After that, a big bomb going off or whatever. Are you kidding me? On the Sheraton Hotel? Yeah. Now, listen, how many tickets do we actually have? Now, for you to sit there and say, oh, just uh, we have like an unlimited amount, is that what you're saying? Like these people can get a section if they wanted? I'm sure we can give out a whole bunch. And... Well, no, no. See that that I'm not. You know, you're very. We're, we're gonna get um, confirmation from Very Miguel. smooth, very calm, very mellow. But but just uh, you know, excuse me if I just don't take you at your word that we have very very many. If somebody said, oh, I got the 40 tickets or something, then I would say, okay, we can give away up to 40. Okay. But I'm not gonna give away 40 tickets if I know we got six. You know, we only have six pairs. See, there's Josh as the there answer for it. And there's Zach saying, oh, we got uh, as many as you want. We got tickets up the old yin-yang. No, you know? we, have, we have as many as we want up to six. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant six to say. Pair. Yeah, okay. Six pair. Yeah. Six, count them. <laughs> One more. Yeah. Okay. That's six. Six pairs. So yeah. one's gone already. Yeah. So we Speaking of Geldy, join uh, it tonight from six to eight at the Davy Quarterdeck. <laughs> Located at 3155 South University Drive, stop by for Amstel Light Specials, win Marlin tickets. Marlin tickets, if you don't get them from us, you might get them from Geldy. You might get one of those, too. And registered to win a trip for two to the WQM Iceland Open in June. I have no idea what that is. You notice I keep saying I have no idea what it is, and nobody comes in and tells us what it is? It's a golf tournament. Friend. It's a what? It's a golf tournament. The Iceland Open? 
Yeah, I've never heard of it, but yeah. Well, where is it? It says a trip or two. Is it in Iceland? Yeah, it is in Iceland. Oh, I see. Well, who the hell wants to go there? Like the Reykjavik or something? Well, you play golf. Get out of town, man. Join George tomorrow from noon to 2 at Sediland, an authorized Verizon wireless store at 4410 West 16th Avenue in Hialeah. He'll have more Marlin tickets and other crappy, very, very low-budget prizes, too. And he'll give you the insight on those phony uh, auctions we had on the Beasley uh, website. Based on what you know and here on the air, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Leading the pack, Mo Howard Davided. Absolutely. In a league of his own, man. Despised by all. 123 for the Mo Man, who did a nice job on that Celtic Heat game, by the way. He did. That's what you said. Yeah, he did. And you played that clip. It was okay. It wasn't Johnny Most, but it was okay. It wasn't, uh, what's the guy that used to do the Laker games that just croaked? Chick Hearn. Chick Hearn, yep. It was no Chick Hearn, that's for sure, but it was okay. Not great, but it was pretty good. Hank 47, Scoran 29, Neil 24, yep, George 15, Greg Reed 13, Freaky Carlos 11. See, I'm despondent that they think I'm more obnoxious than Freaky Carlos. <laughs> Although maybe maybe a little bit better known. Give it Geldy's up to ten. <laughs> Mad Dog's got eight. Big O has got five. Oh! Todd Dreck, I'm pleased to say, is moving up nicely. Four. He got my vote. He is the epitome of crap. Jeff High, Fat Boy's got three. Clarence three. Eddie K's got three. Dust got one. And the Josh says he don't want to see it. Robert Creeper's got one. And Joe Rose has got the big. Oh! Nobody don't uh, like blockheads. <laughs> Ross Lightman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Starting next week on 560 WQAM, it's my three sport holes. Starring Greg Reed as Uncle Greg, Mo Howard David, Gelby Geldersleeves, and Gay Carlo. What's going on here? They're teasing me, Uncle Greg, and I have a big day tonight. All right, both of you, cut that out. Now I want all you kids out of my kitchen. All right, though. Yo, Mo. Yeah, boss. Would you give me a haircut? Sure. Thank you. Right back. Yeah, I'm delivering this $50 million check to Mark Rocky Rakikiko to help put us out of business, you see. Put us out of business? That don't make sense. Well, life gets boring and... Oh, never mind. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Now cut my hair. Okay, boss. And what's that noise? Oh, that's uh, Geldy drowning in a bowl of soup. Well, can't he swim? Ah, let him die. Demo, what's this sticking out the side of my head? That's your ear. I could cut that off, too, if you like. Oh, yes, that's it. Joe, cut that out. Whatever you say, pal. No, that's it. My three sport holes. Only on 560 WQAM, your community-minded sports whorehouse. 1202 at 560 WQM. Happy Good Friday or unhappy, whatever it is. And don't forget to search for the, uh, what is it? Uh, Afi Af- Coleman. Afi Coleman. Afi Coleman. That's right. Who's probably kin to Gary Coleman. 
<laughs> but probably a little bit taller. Anyway, uh, not no more news. I checked BBC and CBC and the SPCA and the FBI and the CIA, and uh, they give you like a little tease. Loud explosions. Every day we keep hearing about loud explosions, and the windows breaking at the Sheraton Hotel in Baghdad, and then uh, that's it. Bye-bye, you know. Here's a much more important story, though. Obviously, a nine-year-old girl in Newport Ritchie, Florida, accused of stealing a rabbit and $10 from a neighbor's home, was arrested, handcuffed, and questioned at a police station. Nine years old. Jeez. They a handcuffed her? A Pasco County Sheriff's deputy found a black-and-white wabbit named Oreo. Oh, now that's bad. But this is a true story. This is on CNN, so it must be true. They found Oreo hopping around the girl's living room. According to the arrest report, she was read her rights and taken away in the back of a patrol car. Are you kidding me? No. That is unbelievable. The girl began to cry during questioning. Uh, this was on Tuesday. How come it took three days to get this story out? Probably too embarrassing. Yeah. She admitted taking the rabbit belonging to another child, but denied taking two $5 bills and some change, according to reports. I'm going to tell you, man, the rabbit police now. We got the word police, the sex police, the porno police, the jaywalking police. They drive one out your seatbelt police. Now we got the Wabbit police. Sheriff spokesman Kevin Dahl defended the arrest and said if the victim of a crime wants an arrest, deputies are required to act if there's enough evidence. Lori Ventura, the mother of the child who owns the Wabbit, said the girl's been involved in other incidents and needs help. The deputy could have taken a report and referred the charges to the state attorney, said Pasco Pinellas public defender Bob Dillinger. The girl was released to her mother from... <laughs> Unbelievable. This is a true story. I can't believe that. The girl was released to her mother from a juvenile assessment center about an hour after her arrest, which she said was scary. She also said she didn't like the deputy. He put one handcuff on me really tight, she said yesterday. In the patrol car, he just stared at me in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, she was sitting in the back handcuffed, and he's looking in the back like, just, <laughs> just don't make any sudden moves, honey. <laughs> yeah, or bada-bing, that's it. Nine-year-old girl charged for stealing rabbit in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Zion America, as they say in China. Unbelievable. How do you like that? I can't. I can't believe that. Maybe she thought she found the Afi Komen. Maybe she found the rabbit under a uh, piece in a, of monster. in a napkin. Yeah, in a napkin. That is so bizarre. I don't, how you know that? It's just uh, your parents must be really from or something, are they? No, I went. Like, to, I went to Hebrew school, and they said, "Hey." If you I know. went to Hebrew school, and they never told me about no uh, Afi uh, Coleman. Well, if you find the Afi Coleman, then you get the money. That's that's the only reason why I look into it. <laughs> oh. Or you get the chocolate or something. So you know, I was looking for it. Wow. Maybe you could pull the Afi Coleman out of your rectum. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marvelous line. Five more pair. Can we stretch this out till two o'clock? Yes. You ain't never seen nobody stretch like me. Because I'm just uh, a basket case. Ordinarily, that thing with the fire alarm, I, I handle those things very well. But it's just so loud and deafening. In <laughs> addition miss. to which, in addition, in the back or maybe even more toward the front of your mind, visions of sugar plums are dancing in your and you're thinking, well, what if there really is a fire? But then now that you tell me you guys could have handled it with no problem at all, I should have probably just said, oh, guess what? We got a real fire alarm in the building. I'll see you. Yep. That would have been like Mo just taking the day off. That would have been a great, great scam. Yeah, it's Good Friday. Why not? Something to think about when I come back. WQAM, hello. Hi. WQAM, hello. Neil. I'm not sure if that was Ron or not, but it sounded too much like it. Yes. Uh, when you said Afi Komen, the first thing I thought of was the U.N. chairman. Yeah. Isn't that his name? <laughs> Afi Conan. <laughs> Something like that. I guarantee he ain't looking for the monster. I guarantee you that. Uh, are the Toronto fans uh, a little upset today? 
Uh, it's very quiet, so I would imagine that they're a little bit somber. They're reevaluating re their lives, but it would like uh, they're trying to say now it was only one game. You know what I'm saying? It was only one game, but it was a pretty depressing performance, if you ask me. Eddie the Beagle looked like he was wandering around a little bit. Yeah, that one on the breakaway by Jose came out. I thought I was really surprised. He usually doesn't do something like that and just went flopping like uh, it was. It just wasn't in the cards, you know. It was a bad game. And it was in Toronto, right? Yes, sir. So there goes the home ice advantage right down the turlet. Unbelievable. You know that Geldy sound? I think both the Brian. <laughs> I think that. I think. <laughs> I think that would make a good car alarm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, now that we can't play the Eisen car alarm or big black uh, guy named Ben, we can have the Geldy car alarm. That's a good idea for a bit. Sounds good. Uh, I'd love to go to the game tomorrow night. Okay, hang on. You got it. He's got a period. Now, see, two for two. Now, you can't believe that, can you? No. Because he was. De now, the first guy was sucking around, telling me that Hank said nice things about me, which comes as no surprise, although I, maybe he didn't even say that, you know. He was just sucking around. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't the psychological games don't work well with me. Because no. I can smell them a million miles away. Of course. I just happen to be in a kind of mood where, sure, why not, you know? Right? Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? It's good for and this guy, And this guy, he's sucking up to me by talking about the Leafs and about hockey, which he knows I'm interested in. So he also is playing psychological radio calling with me. And now he's thinking to himself, hey, it worked, you know. Now, I might go to like 140 before I give another pair away. Just just the, the obnoxiousness of And how many votes I got? I look at 25. I'm in fourth place on there. I'm obnoxious, so I better live up to it, right? Of course. Although Scruan's got me beat. She's got 35. The Humper, 59. And Mo Howard David is in it. Like I said, he's off to the races, 144. I'm sure he's listening right now, wouldn't you think? Oh, uh, well, he's going to not say he is, though. Huh? He's not. Oh, that's say right. He is. hasn't listened to the show since a week ago. Joshua Lewis is what he, he always listens. He's ob obsessed with his station. I'm listening. All this man does is play golf. Uh, go and uh, air out his air pie hair pieces and uh, I'm listening. listen to QAM. I've never seen anybody who listened to the station as much as he does. Calling in on other people's show, all of these things. Although from uh, what you're telling me, maybe he's mellowed a little bit. Yeah, a little. From what you're telling me. Yeah. He never told me any such thing. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound. I'm just looking out for you for when Geldy goes off to do the hockey game. Yeah, I know. Could be me and So you can get back on here with Zach and Mo. I can see it. Why not? WQAM, Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Listen, uh, a couple of You know of where I can find the Afi Coleman? No, I don't, but it's, oh. a, it's an interesting premise. I'm listening to this. Uh, first off, I did call the Glum for tickets, and I didn't really want to talk about this other aspect, but since you brought it up, I, the thing that's driving me so crazy about society right now with this whole war in Iraq and everything else is, is how much the mainstream media is, is giving this president a free ticket on yeah. the events in Iraq. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this was Clinton, what do you think would be happening right now? The whole oh, we'd, be, we'd be in another impeachment trial. would be going on already. Exactly. The whole premise of this war in Iraq is to win the popular support of the Shiite Muslim population. And now that they're rising up and killing Americans by the mm -hmm. baker's dozen by the day, it seems like nobody in the free press wants to stand up and say, wait a second. Well, I'll tell whole... you whose fault I think it is. I think it's the Brits' fault, myself. Oh, he wanted tickets. I forgot about that. I, I just don't. I'm not into the Brits. See, the Brits make me um, do things that rhymes with Brit. Oh. That's why he's gone. Gotcha. I mean, he's just sucking around by talking about this other stuff, which I don't want to turn this into light bulb today and go, go into a whole thing about the war. Uh, I, I don't want to do that. You know, leave that to the goddess, okay? Leave that to Randy. She can handle it. <laughs> on Air America, which uh, I hope they last. I have my doubts. I hope they last. 
But anyway, uh, if he would have just dumped that British accent, he might have gotten some tickets, although I doubt it, because if I would have done three in a row, I, hope, you know, we got I mean, when you said we got all you want, that was so ludicrous, man. Well, all you want up to six pairs. Up to six pairs. See, <laughs> Josh, he's the nervous Nelly there. Who, now, how did you find that out? I uh, found Miguel. You found Miguel. Now, Miguel, now is it Miguel that's responsible for uh, putting Joe Rose into that this morning, or is it uh, clearance? Uh, we just, I don't, I, I'm, so, I'm sure it's a promotions department, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know that we just got to probably like it, see, because it's a sports thing. We got to promote the Marlins, man. And of course, the obvious, there's one obvious question, and we do carry the Marlins games, but why? You know, I mean, why do we feel so compelled to be promoting all of these things? And what know. was that that I heard this morning? Now, who was talking about it? Was it Joe Rose? About no, the what? Panther organization is blaming QAM for lack of, uh, Public interest or something like that? Did I yeah. read that into what he said? Joe said something about that on the air. I don't know if uh, if he's the one who actually brought it totally up. Well, to what the hell's that all about? I don't know. They're just, I guess, we don't pay enough attention. It's the doesn't... Panther organization. Well, first of all, nobody cares about hockey, so it's a death wish, although it's pretty shameful that every time Geldy mentions one blurt about hockey, Mo shuts him up right away. Oh, yeah. But uh, nobody cares about it, so discuss it for more than 30 seconds at a time is a death wish. And number two, if the organization wants to know what the problem is and why the public is out of favor or the other way around, all Alan Cohen's got to do is look in the mirror. Mistake after mistake after mistake. That whole Bernie Kosar thing, man, that was such a farce, such a dog and pony show. And unloading everybody and anybody. I mean, who the hell knows who these people are on the team? they got a lot of good young players in the organization, but nobody knows who the hell they are. I don't know who half of these guys are. And if I don't know, Mr. Hockey, how the hell does the average schmuck in South Florida would know a hockey puck from a stale Offie Coleman? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if you're looking for the Offie Coleman and you find a uh, napkin and there's a hockey puck in it? <laughs> yeah. Signed by Alan Cohen. Well, it could be you want a special, you're supposed to get a special prize when you find the Offie Coleman. It could be a hockey puck. Oh, such silly crap, man. Silly stuff. It's just, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Like, like the, see, the Goyim had their Easter eggs, so the Jews have to have something at Pesach to, like, uh, pacify the kids, you know? Why not? Like that Pesadiki candy. Why not? Yeah. Well, let's look at this. Who are you more likely to believe? Condi Rice, 43%. Richard Clark, 36 21%. I'm sure that's the CNN Time poll just out. That's pathetic. Condi Rice, 43 Richard Clark, 36 Unsure, 21%. And yet... Uh, the same organization, although it was just on their website, CNN, took the uh, poll this morning. Are you satisfied with Condoleezza, Condoleezza's testimony? 46% yes, 54% no. But, of course, they've already had a chance to rip the crap out of uh, Richard Clark and make him look like a, uh, oh, like a bag. See, I almost said it, Josh. They've done everything That's in their power right. to discredit him. So Condoleezza, you know, Dr. Rice, she's a very erudite, educated uh, bitch. That one, you know. <laughs> I think she's, to call her a lightweight will be an insult to every lightweight in the world. She's an idiot. She's tragic. To think that our lives, that the future of the human race is hanging on her thumb, I mean, that's pretty sad. I forget about her leader. I mean, that's, that's another story altogether. <laughs> yeah, forget about W. 1214 at 560 WQM. If your mattress is lumpy and bumpy, your back will tell you when you get up in the morning you feel like you didn't sleep for two minutes. If you need a new mattress, lots of things you can do, but the only smart deal is to make that easy call to dial a mattress. I've been telling you about these people for years. Dial a mattress backs up everything they say in their ads 100%. Their competitors still lie like crazy, like Greg Reed. Their ads scream no down payment, no interest, no payments for 24 months. Tiny print at the bottom of the ad reads like an encyclopedia of disclaimers. Requires a minimum purchase higher than the advertised sale prices. Many times, not a single advertised item would qualify for finance. Interest penalties 21% or more. Shoppers who need financing the most rarely even qualify. 
Dial a mattress. The good news is they've got no tiny printer disclaimers in their ads. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll discover there's never an extra charge for same-day delivery. And Dollar Mattress takes same-day orders all day long, every day, from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you pick the date and two-hour delivery window when you want your mattress delivered. And guess what? It's a miracle they actually show up on time. So call right now, and you'll see for yourself why 1-800-MATTRESS is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. Dollar Mattress reminds you to read that fine print, too, because they want you to know that when you're buying, you ought to know what it is, even if you decide not to buy from them. So do the smart thing like I've been doing for a very long time. When the old mattress has had it, just sit there on your fat ass and make one easy call to Dollar Mattress. Call 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress at 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest way to buy a great new bed. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. There's a lady in town. She's another Doc's Jew, and she needs to buy bread that is unleavened. Ooh, and she's buying bread at 7 11. Pub 18 at 560 WQM. So anyway, three pieces of matzah. Somebody uh, faxed us an explanation of the Afi Komen. I faxed that to you. Even the Goymar. Oh, you put this, you wrote this out? Yeah, I wanted you to have it. I see. So Why? It was. So you could, so you, there's the explanation. So I could be more Jewish? I don't want to be more Jewish. <laughs> three pieces of matzah are placed in a matzah cover, a cloth sleeve or envelope, and placed in the center of the Seder table. Before the meal begins, the middle matzah is removed and broken in half. One half is returned to the matzah cover. The other, the afikoman, is hidden to be hunted by the children at the end of the Seder table. The child who finds the afikoman wins a special prize. There's the hockey I think puck. it's like a, another bris for free. <laughs> yeah. So how do you like that? There's um, Zach's explanation. Zach, who's professionally Jewish today, even on Good Friday, which I think is outrageous, that'd be a good pull to do someday. What do you think is the most ridiculous holiday of them all? That's uh, probably Ramadan would win, you think? Yeah, probably. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got four more pair of tickets to give away. I can't believe I'm doing this. Who talked me into this? I don't know. I can't believe you're doing it either. Why not? I don't know. You kept saying we got a lot of tickets. We got a lot of. T oh, and what is this? Somebody sends me a whole page on this now that you just faxed. <laughs> wow. Return to Chaim homepage. No thanks. The broken matzah. For so oh, I'm not going to read this whole thing. This That's is long. so ponderous, man. Yeah. You think the goyim care about this? No. You think the Jews care about this? No. Of course not. They want their damn tickets. <laughs> Especially the Jews. Some Jews from Middle Eastern countries saw the Afikoman as having special powers and kept a piece of it as a good luck charm. Wouldn't you think it get a little stale after a while? I would probably eat it before it became a good luck charm. Oy vey. Though the Passover lamb was central to the feast as described by Moses in the Torah, today there's no lamb eaten at Jewish Passover seders. Why? Because after the destruction of the temple, the Passover sacrifice could no longer be properly made, so the lamb was no longer eaten at the feast. The last piece of matzah, called the afikoman, is substituted for the lamb. It even has to be eaten before midnight, just as Moses commanded, you shall let none of it remain until morning. Maybe he meant like 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> right? 
Sure, why not? That's more. Oh, this me. this stuff here, Weber Center. This is from some Orthodox uh, oh, kid hey. out there in Radio Land. Get some help, okay, Pally? And by the way, take off those uh, silly tzitzes. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. I got a great idea. Let's do it on Monday when I come back to town. Sure. What we'll do is we'll take um, what do they call the thing? The straps. Oh, uh, oh man. I Come on, how, how could I have a brain fart on that? The straps. Tefillin, is that it? No, the tefillin. Tefillin, I knew I was close. you got to lay your tefillin, man. At any rate, we'll take the tefillin and wrap it around Moe's neck and see if the Absolutely. piece flies off. That would be cute. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I have a suggestion for your poll. Okay. Um... Some people might think he's obnoxious, but uh, I think he's kind of funny. Uh, I have to make my travel report to larger than life. I'm Mark Morgan. Mark Morgan is a good choice. Thank you. Oh, he's not a member of our staff, so we can't put him on there. Mark Morgan. What do you think? Oh, God. Every morning. No, we can't put him on there. I don't no. want uh, Josh going and putting him on there because once he puts him on there, he can't take it off. That's right. But we do like Mark. I'm Mark Morgan. Now here's Neil Rogers on 560 QAM. <laughs> and that's nothing. Lately I've noticed uh, when I catch a minute or two in the morning there with Mo and Joe, he's uh, more spastic than ever now. Oh, yeah. Ah, Mark. He's just uh, like somebody's goosing him or something. Well, we can't say goosing like somebody is uh, doing him. Yep. 5670560. Now the problem I'm going to have when I give the poll result is when I get to Geldy because now Geldy is, let's see, two, four, six, seventh place. He's right on Greg Reed's ass. Geldy's got 14 votes now. There's your 14, yep. I think. I was counting. Were you, were you counting them? Yeah. See, he's keeping track. He wants to make sure to keep me on a straight and narrow path, or at least part of that. 5670560. Pound 560. Don't forget, we got the lovely Leanne Tweeden on our website today. If you're over the age of 110, if you're as limp as a wet noodle... And that's about as good as you're ever going to get. Then you have our permission to take a look behind that beaded curtain, okay? By the way, Leanne Sweden is dating Josh Beckett. The no. Pitch, the pitcher from the get Marlins. Get out of town. Yeah. Serious. Now, you notice how he said the pitcher for the Marlins, like, like I wouldn't know who that is? Well, no, I didn't. I was just saying that. I'm sorry. I'm giving you a, a full description. That, that, is, that is so demeaning and condescending, man. That is so grotesque. What do you mean? Now you've just exposed yourself as another sports nerd. I, I didn't think nerd. I didn't think you were one of them. Well, I'm sort of sports nerd. <laughs> I'm a semi-sports nerd. Can I get 50%? Sports! Sports! Yeah. Sports! Another sports nerd, Zach Krantz. Now, let me also ask you this, since you're on this Jew kick today. Sure. With your uh, Afi Coleman. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that your parents' original name was Rosencrantz. It was. Well, R Rosen is my mom's maiden name. Right. So her, her actual... But Rosencrantz, I think it was down the line way back in the day. Uh-huh. Like, and they changed the name. Yeah, we had to change it. That's like changing your name from Udalevich to Solomon. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We're talking about the future of the human race here today, and maybe some Marlin tickets too. We got four more pair. You notice now I'm chopping them off before they get to ask. And and I heard that on Joe Rose's show when they started. I'm going to get right to it. No, no, you're not. I mean, if they don't have anything to talk about, I'm going to give them tickets. No chance. No. Right? I told the callers they got to bring something to the table. To get bring the something to the table, like the Afi Cohen would be good. If they brought that, they'd get a special prize. Maybe some kishki would be better, though. I love kishki oh, with gravy. Good. Oh, man. I'm thinking of that for lunch today, maybe. And a bowl of matzo ball soup. Yeah. Oh. Sounds real Jewish to me. It's very Jewish. Mmm. Topped off by a nice banana split. <laughs> what? 
That's well, that's exact, not trafe. What's wrong exactly with banana what split? I, want. I would huh? love a banana split right now. I bet you would. What a cow. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, hi. I'm calling regarding the tickets. Regarding what tickets? The Marlins tickets. The Marlins tickets? Yeah. Who are the Marlins playing? Who are the Marlins, sorry? Who are the Marlins playing? Oh, okay. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. Well, I mean, if you don't even know who the hell they're playing this weekend, I mean, what kind of a fan could you possibly be? Okay. Now that's really interesting because there was a Juliet lady, and it was Incredible. just amazing because uh, we never hear from no Juliet ladies. Very, very, very seldom. I mean, once in a blue moon. So if now all of a sudden we're going to get lady callers all over the place that we never get, and which I'm not complaining about no more, but that's just that is so uh, gratuitously grotesque. When that ups upsetting? Yeah, well, you're going to get them all day now. Who are they playing? Uh, and the sounds of silence. <laughs> she had no idea. Yeah. Not even which a little bit of a clue. Which reminds me exactly of... Francisco Aruca is the yeah, best Aruka, radio show yeah. on AM. What, what, what time is he on? I don't know. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> that sounded just like her. Uh, in fact, it might have been the same bitch. Uh, same uh, nice lady. Yep. Can't help you out, honey. Unless you know who they're playing. Unless you know something about first... Unless you know how to get to first base. Forget about it. Okay. All these people that never would call the show that hate me like poison. Forget about it. Right. You tell them all. Again. Come on. Forget about it. There you go. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, Mo's under the weather today, and we sure hope he really is sick. I mean, we hope he enjoys his long holiday weekend. Maybe he's looking for the Afi Komen, like you said. He's still searching. He's searching for it. 1226 at 560 WQM. Pompano Park is doing something special for the kids tomorrow, April number 10. They're holding their annual Easter egg hunt for kids ages 10 and under, and there'll be 2,000 prize-filled eggs for the kids to gather up starting at 7 p.m. sharp tomorrow night. Plus, there'll be free miniature horse rides, and the Easter Bunny will be trackside to meet the children and pose for photographs. In fact, Don Brainerd's driving the Easter Bunny in the fourth race. It's something nice for the kids to enjoy, so bring the kids out and let them have some fun with the races, too. Located just... Now, this way, Don, over here. This is where the finish line is, Don. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to from anywhere in South Florida. And best of all, Pompano Park gives you free admission and free general parking every single day. Live harness racing in the poker room. They're going every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday like tonight and tomorrow. Poker starts at noon and goes on till midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05 in the p.m. Pompano Park is also open every day, seven days and nights a week, for simulcasting with the best in harness, thoroughbred, and highlight action from all across North America. For you to watch and plunge your guts on, watch out for Tony Kerwood. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, you can go online, pompanopark.com, or make this call, 954-972-2000. Don't forget, lots of extra festivities for the kids at uh, tomorrow night at Pompano Park. And live racing tonight and tomorrow, 705 at Pompino Park. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM.
okay? Is that? Huh? Do you hear that? No. One moment, please. I do hear that now. <laughs> Another alarm on the uh, parking garage. Somebody must be having a uh, blast out there today. Do you think this is honor a good Friday? Yes. Wow. Maybe we got some uh, wild Arabs uh, doing Ramadan a little bit late. <laughs> so you're going to be hearing all that beeping and blowing again. I, I think. I have right. a feeling. I'm excited. And luckily, I still got my clothes on. Not my shoes, but I got my uh, slippers I stole from one of the hotels in Europe. Ooh. Let's see. Police arrested a man for allegedly stalking teen pop star Avril Lavigne. James Speedy, who's uh, about 30, man, was booked into jail for investigation of stalking after police searched his Oh, there's the uh, sirens again. Here comes the fire truck. They must get uh, pretty tired of coming over here, you know. <laughs> was booked into jail for investigation of stalking after police searched his Seattle suburban home Wednesday. The same day, the 19-year-old Canadian singer and Grammy nominee played a free concert at a mall south of Seattle, eh? He later posted $5,000 bail and was released. Officers have been investigating the case since last summer when they were contacted by Ontario Canada Police about harassing letters and emails sent to Levine. Detective Jerry Reiner said they uh, did place the family of our Levine and of Levine herself in fear, he said, but he refused to discuss the content of the messages. Speedy does not have a listed telephone number. It's unclear whether he had obtained a Yada, yada, yada. He's stalking our Levine. Shame on you, Speedy. Four more pair of tickets to the Marlins and the Phillies game. That's who they're playing. The Philadelphia Phillies, okay? Yep. Now, I don't have any idea because I don't pay any attention to baseball. Phillies last year were pretty good, right? Yes. Not as good as everybody thought they were going to be, but no. they were so they're probably pretty decent this year, right? Yes. So it should be a, a bigger uh, draw than the uh, Expos. Oh, and right. I'll say it again. you got to tip your hat to the uh, phony, I mean, the uh, front-running, I mean, the uh, fans of South Florida because they had 55,000-plus for opening day, a record by far, on uh, Wednesday or Tuesday. Wednesday, they came back with uh, 18, 17, uh, 8, 655, something like that. And last night, 18-121. Yeah, and I think this weekend they're expecting a huge crowd. And why not? It's a weekend. It's a holiday. Kids have been out of school. And, uh, of course, on a weekend, uh, what can I tell you? It's a festive holiday. They're out there looking for the Afikoman and the Easter eggs. 
Now, what if you're looking for the afikoman and you find an Easter egg inside your napkin? That would be very impressive. Does that mean that the Goyim are getting to you? Possibly. The Phillies at the Marlins tonight, so we're going to have big crowds out there. you got to tip your hand while it lasts, you know. we got to keep these people going, especially since the high holidays have come and a lot of the snowbirds are long gone. A lot of people are on vacation all week long and still uh, put in some pretty good crowds. So far be it for me to pee on a parade, even though I couldn't care less. Uh, so we've got tickets for tomorrow night. Of course, there's some other big activity going on tomorrow night, too. What's that? That's uh, Ottawa against the Maple Leafs at the Air Canada Center here in uh, Toronto. We're giving, out, we're giving out tickets for that? Well, let's give out some tickets then, and maybe some plane tickets on Air Canada. The bad news is, who knows if they'll still be in business by tomorrow. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, they got the problems. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I want to clarify, because I don't want to get my friends at Air Canada all bent out of shape. They're still in business. They got the extension from the court till May something or other, and uh, life goes on. Okay, they're still doing just a... Fine, fine job. Oh, we're fine. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hello. I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, how you doing? Rob Pretty here good. in Boca. Uh, actually, this morning we took the Afi Coleman, and no. we we made matzo brie with it. Matzo brie? Yeah, that's pretty exciting for the first time for my Korean partner and wife and uh, half-Brazilian son. Uh-huh. Well, we're looking for the Easter egg. But we did a site for the Marlins, actually a fan <laughs> site. We got a picture of uh, Leanna tweeting a couple weeks ago. Just go mymarlins.com. I'll be damned. Yeah, we actually don't like... be promoting no porno sites now on the radio. No, no porno site. Heaven okay. forbid that. Jeez, we might be. Uh, be off the air by one But uh, actually, uh, yeah, we we stopped going to the Marlins because they were down in Miami. We're here in Boca. We were right. in Miami Beach. Well, we don't want to make you drive all that distance. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless lines. Pretty long schlep, right? Oh, yeah. Only somebody like Mo deserves to have to make that schlep every day. Yeah, In fact, not? maybe that's why he didn't want to make the drive this morning. Okay, it's a long schlep from Boca all the way down there to the Dave Broward line. Maybe he just wasn't in the mood for it. Okay, and he called in sick. He's entitled, especially when you're inundated with so much hate. I wonder why they're not doing the. I guess they uh, got sucked in once this morning in the building and not going through the whole song and dance again. <laughs> you notice? Yep. I don't hear the it was alarm just the initial, the initial, like that. And then uh, the guy came on. Uh, we've got a report, and then I heard a couple of fire trucks. I saw them, uh, but uh, that's the end of that, I guess, I hope. Now, why would there be, like, two in one day? Because it's Good Friday. Maybe we have some surly, uh, well, that could be it. Maybe somebody's getting crucified in the parking garage now on Good Friday. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe the Arabs, like I said, are acting up again. Uh, based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person as WQAM? Mo Howard David at 176. Wow! He's more than 100 ahead of his nearest competitor, which is the Humper, the Hebrew Hammer. 176 around WJAM. 178 now. I can't even keep track. I'm listening. The Humper's got 74. Screw Ann, 38. I got 34, which I'm very proud of. I'm obnoxious and proud of it. George, 23. Geldy, 19. Gregory, 16. I can't believe you're actually counting. Freaky Carlos, 13. The Mad Dog's got a dozen. I can't believe that. Can you? No. Wow. Even the big, oh. he's got eight. Todd Rex, six. I'm glad to see Todd Rex is leading the salespeople that we got on here, except for screw in. Fat Boy, Jeff High's got four. And Jeff High's got a holiday message for all his friends out there. Hi, Pally. Uh, Clarence, three. Eddie K, three. Joe Rose got three. And old Blockhead finally got on the board. Robert Grieber's got a pair. And Duff. Not wanting to be left out. The Muffmeister's got a couple. Five six seven oh five sixty. What do we got left? Four more pair? Yep. 
You'll see. I'll, I'll squeeze it right till the very end. Good. So if you're on the line right now calling, the chances are. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. It just depends on what mood I'm in at the moment you call, because you know me, I'm obnoxious. Absolutely. That's what Mo will tell you. WQM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. How you doing? Happy uh, Pesach. Happy Easter. Happy uh, Pesach. Happy Kofi Annan. Hey, listen, I was over at a Pollo Tapa Cow a couple weeks ago. I saw your entire sales staff there. They're like wow. clones. They look all identical with the grease back, slicked hair, black mm-hmm. hair, jet black That's hair. That's them. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, you're doing a great show, Neil. Your last couple weeks have been fantastic with all the ribbons you've been giving to Bush and and the FCC and all that good stuff. Okay, okay thanks. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Don't forget, by the way, stopfcc.com. Even though Scott turns out to be a little bit of a uh, flake, I don't know. Maybe he's not, but he's just uh, not very cooperative. We, you know, he he, found, he struck gold, man. He had somebody in me that was really ready to go to bat for him. We got him thousands of signatures. We were going to put that thing on the map, but he, uh, I don't know. He's off in his own world. But now he's got the ACLU going, which I'm very uh, pleased about that, because at least we know who they are and where they can be found. And at least they're like uh, reliable people. You know, like they said in The Godfather, we want reliable people for this, not somebody who's going to get carried away. And then he said on the other one, he said, to give it to that Jew, some Jew uh, judge in the uh, Bronx. Yep. Now, which one was that? Let's see, The Undertaker. He's the one that wanted uh, revenge for his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's the other one? Uh, oh, The Baker, Enzo The Baker. Yes, yes. Who wanted uh, whatever the guy's name was to stay in the country and be married to his daughter? Ah, oh, Godfather, you know everything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there it is, right there at the bottom of stufffcc.com. I hope a lot of you, since it's a holiday and since a lot of you just screwing off, just go to that today. Even if you already signed it, this is a whole separate deal. The ACLU is getting involved, and there's a link. Just put in your zip code, and the reason you put your zip code in is because then it'll direct you to the ACLU site. But your Florida Senators, assuming you're in Florida, we got people listening on the Internet who are elsewhere, but whatever state you're in, you live in, uh, it'll pop up with your two Senators, and you can uh, fire them off a letter right away. I would sure do it now, man, while you still got anything left on the air besides uh, old Martha Stewart tapes. I would do it today. Hop right on it. Howard Stern, history on Clear Channel, in case you missed that. Another $475,000 fine, almost a half a million against Cheap Channel. You see, the interesting part of that whole deal is, what is a half a million dollars to Clear Channel when they're doing $9 billion a year, when they've been allowed to have 1,200 radio stations, when they got almost all of the billboards, when they've got the whole music industry, all the concert uh, thing going in, that scam. So it looks uh, like they're slapping them on the wrist, but it's uh, not a big deal. You know what I'm pocket saying? change. It, it, right, exactly, pocket change. So that's just a half a million they won't be able to give to Bush, which is good news. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. If you're on the radio, you gotta use restraint. Know the neocons can govern and control your brain. Don't use obscenities now.
Two on the same day. We broke a record here today. Keep everybody on their toes. Probably bring a lot of people out of their coma after that leap performance last night. A lot of depressed people here in T.O. today. But the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. In case Castro Nova's listening, sunny and 52 today. Not bad. Don't forget, join Geldy tonight. 6 to 8 p.m. at the Davy Quarterdeck at 3155 South University Drive. Stop by for Amstel Light Specials. Win Marlin tickets. Marlin tickets free from Geldy. They love them. And register to win trip for two to the WQM Iceland Open Golf Crap in June. In Iceland. Is that is that for real? Yeah. We're sending people to Iceland? I think, yes. I How, why don't so. we send them to someplace nice? You know, let's send them to Holland. Let's send them to uh, Germany. Let's send them to somewhere they'll be safe. Oh, that's right, Iceland. Mm-hmm. And then join George tomorrow at noon to 2 at Cellyland, an authorized Verizon Wireless store at 4410 West 16th Avenue in Hialeah. More Marlin tickets waiting for you with Jorge and other big prizes, too, not just some other crap. So the deal is, you remember how long it was right near the beginning of the show, wasn't it? About 10:15 when they had the uh, Baghdad stuff. Yes. With the uh, all the alarms and the explosions at the uh, Sheraton Hotel. Here it is now. It's 12:47 in the afternoon. Do we have any more information? No. Any uh, idea of anything? No. No. See, I find that hard to understand because uh, they've got all they've got reporters there. They've got cameras there. They've got uh, something going on. How come we have nothing? Let me take a puke at the BBC, okay, and see if maybe now nah, they got some uh, special thing going on. I'll be able to pick up an easy source of protein. Oh, can you believe that? Those Brits, man. No wonder I got rid of that guy. What about CBC, huh? What about those good Canadian boys? They got anything on here? Arthur, George not only had pictures of the face Fumiko had been looking for. <laughs> what language are these people speaking, eh? Wow, that was great. Did you ever hear the Scottish speak? Actually, that's not a Scottish brogue. That's a, a real heavy Irish brogue. You ever hear that? Yes. You can't understand a damn word they're saying. Not one. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get on it. Okay, we got four more pair of Marlin Philadelphia Philly tickets. I I I think you're probably thinking to yourself, what a hypocrite he is, man. He was ripping a uh, little dog an ass this morning, and rightfully so, for just turning his whole show into a shameless giveaway. But it's Good Friday. What do you want? Yeah, why not? And I didn't realize that until after the first false alarm, and then realizing that, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. we got a skeleton crowd out there. One thing about this town, man, there could be, like, only a few people. About 30, man. Count. And if you said, i got something free to give away, it would just forget about it. It would just go nuts on the phone, right? Come All out of the 30 woodwork. would be on the phone. Yeah, they come out of the woodwork for free tickets. WQM, hello. Hey, Pops, I was sucking around. You wouldn't give me any tickets. You cut me off. <laughs> That's cute. Wasn't that cute? Yeah. Cut you off because the message is no. you're not getting no tickets, okay, schmuck? Oh, let's see. CNN is now saying a projectile landed near a tennis court outside the Sheraton Hotel in Baghdad. No casualties were reported. I, miss, I somehow missed that. Because what happens is they make such a big deal out of the initial thing. Oh, the loudest blow. You know, they get everybody whipped up to a frenzy like uh, like that. And then nothing. Do that all the time. Outside of tennis court. Are we going to be carrying that tournament on QAM? Yeah. Good. This weekend. Five, six, seven. Don't call back if I chop you off. If I chop you off, it means get lost. All right? It means you don't get them. 
I can't give them to everybody. If we had thousands of tickets to give away, then, then it would kill the show. The only reason people continue listening is they want to see, they want to hear some of you get uh, dehumanized, and a lot of you deserve that. You know, that you, the way you grovel and suck up because you think you got something free coming. Right? Sometimes it's just I mean, scary. How, how much does it, how much are those Marlin tickets worth, Josh? Do you know, have you got, have you seen the, uh, face price on He's the ticket? right now. He's checking. He's looking at it. Yeah. Now, probably, maybe those say comp. Maybe they say like, They probably uh, do. They probably do because they're from us. Well, not necessarily. We don't, I don't think we give out many tickets that have the actual price on it. They're more than likely just all comp. No price on it? You ready for this? A whopping dollar. A dollar? <laughs> A dollar a holler? Yep. Wow. For a dollar ticket. Now, I thought these were good seats, though. I thought that's what Zach was peddling before, which he lies a lot, I've noticed. What? I thought you said these were great seats. Great seats, huh? They are, maybe. Yeah. They're, in other words, they're inside the ballpark. Well, yeah, they're in the ballpark. And if you have binoculars, in other words, there's ten rows behind seats. the nosebleed, where the nosebleeds end. These are ten rows behind, where you have to have nosebleed and your own oxygen. Yes. Dollar tickets. Now you're going to see the enthusiasm wane. Speaking of wane... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I'm so sorry I asked you that. It makes us look so chintzy and cheap. It's okay. WQAM. Hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Two things. In Michael Powell's far-reaching net to clean our radio airwaves, are you still allowed to play the parody of At the Hop? No, no chance. Really? No way. That is That's got excretory sounds in it, man. No more, no more fart sounds. No more. Ex <laughs> I mean, that was part of Stern's latest find now. Hey, yesterday you were talking about that BPL. Because Michael bill. Powell never far farts. You do understand that, don't you? Huh? Michael Powell never farts. <laughs> yeah, it, it smells like roses, is what it is. Mm -hmm, that's correct. <laughs> hey, yesterday you were talking about that BPL bill. Isn't the government supposed to be here to protect us? Because you know that all that's going to mess up with the frequencies of the 911 calls. Right. It's ridiculous. Amen. Thanks a lot, Pally. Two good points. Five six seven oh five sixty five five sixty. Surprised he didn't ask for tickets. What? Surprised he didn't ask for tickets. Also, he wasn't even thinking about that. He just wanted to contribute to the show. That's what these people call for. You haven't been on the show long enough to understand. Our audience doesn't want to come and just suck around for freebies. They want to contribute something to the human race, to that vast audience we got out there. They want to point out some really uh, interesting crap. Okay. Gotcha. Some interesting. <laughs> right. I better take a look at that real quick, because we're going to reach the point. I mean, like if he had 100, 100 votes, I don't think I... Uh, based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Mo Howard David, 198. Absolutely. Wow. He is just a monster in the broadcast industry. Hank's got 77. Scruan, 40. I got 39. I'm right on Scruan's butt. George, 26. Geldy 25. Oh, what did I say, Geldy? There's five. There's 15. There's 20. Oh, I think I may have, like, yeah, you got one, one over. More. Yeah, you did one more. Sorry. It's okay. Like I said, Geldy's got 26. <laughs> Greg Reed, 18. Freaky Carlos, 14. Mad Dog's got 13. The Big... Oh! Has ten. Todd Rex seven. Fat Boy's got five. Joe Rose four. Clarence three. Eddie K three. Duffmeister's got three. And poor Robert Creeper's only got a pair. Oh, you, to know him is to, uh, wow, I can't believe that. Well, that's, I shouldn't say that because you have to work with him every morning. Well, 
Right? I, yeah. I, work I don't want to create a problem there for you. You've already no. got a problem with the Mo Man. No, no problem. Now, does Mo, now does Mo, because I asked Beast about this the other day, now does Mo speak to you when you uh, uh, yes. come in to do Joe's show? Yes. And says, Good morning, how are you? Really? Kind of yeah. like in a phony, friendly way? Yeah. I'll be damned. He's not w- me. WQM, hello. Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. Uh, one thing i got to say, you can't retire yet. You know, you're the only sanity left in Who's, South. Who said I'm retiring? No, no, you see, you see, you got a countdown for your re- retirement. You can't retire, man. <laughs> you can't yeah, do right. that to us. Uh-huh. And not for the sulky. <laughs> uh, one question, two questions. Yeah. Uh, didn't Condoleezza work for Daddy Bush? Was she a maid when he was in? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. See, that was so sad. The guy's a good guy. You can tell by the sound of his voice, a great guy. But number one, he starts sucking around really, really heavy duty. I mean, even the people at Kirby Vacuum Cleaner never saw suction like that. And then number two, he goes into a uh, a bad, funny line, you know. And like I said the other day, she isn't qualified to clean the toilets in the White House, and I really mean that. I, I'm not just saying that to be gratuitously uh, whatever. I, I just I just think she's uh, obnoxious. She's an idiot. She's a bubblehead. She was so nervous. She was like a ten-year-old schoolgirl yesterday in the beginning of that uh, testimony. She was visibly shaking. Who, Dr. Clark? Did you Clark? notice that? Was that Dr. Clark? Dr. Clark. She yeah. was visibly shaking. Dr. Clark in the dark with that gigantic. And like I said the other day, it's a great thing she's got naturally that big gap between her two front teeth because when you lie through your teeth, it's always great to be at the gap. Why not? 12.56, we got 45,000 tickets. We're going to fill that stadium. Man, are they going to be surprised tomorrow night, huh? I'm sure they will be. No, they're going to have good crowds tonight, tomorrow, and then Sunday. Sunday's game is a um, 305 game. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now, it's what it's going to be, about 87 at game time? Uh, probably. So I would get out there because um, before May, about the middle of May, when it starts to get to like 95 in the shade, this oh. is a great time to go. Okay, so stay tuned because we got zillions of tickets that Zach just found in the, uh, he was looking for the Afi Komen and found 100 Marlin tickets. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. to hour. Hi, Vey. South of Galilee, we was afraid that you still hate Jews, cause making peace is hard to do. I know that we, we used to fight, my little gun made people real uptight, what you are, it just won't do, how about the West Bank and Gaza too? It's 1 o'clock at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Easter, happy uh, Pesach, happy whatever you're doing. Happy getting out of town for uh, the snowbirds. 
Look at this. It says on this fax, Reykjavik, Iceland is awesome. You get to sit in the hot spring geothermal outdoor baths with good-looking semi-naked people sipping vodka or recuperating from the previous night's drinking. It's a great city, really. Best and shortest flights to Europe. I can't stand eight-hour flights, so a stopover in Iceland makes it easier, says somebody who's got uh, who's in the know. I like Iceland. You want to know why? Because when you're on the uh, plane going to Europe, and they have the, uh, the the map that you get to see, the tracking map. Yeah. And when you get to Iceland, that means you ain't far away. Greenland and Iceland, uh, man. But once you get past Iceland, then all of a sudden it's Ireland, and they start talking real funny, eh? <laughs> this poll, man, really gets me upset. Here's the latest uh, tracking poll, the Ipsos uh, p- public affair poll. Bush, 45%, Kerry, 44 and Nader, 6%. How is that possible? 6% for Ralph Nader. People that haven't learned their lesson, including him. Man, does that frost my fat ass. Former President Jimmy Carter, and this uh, fax you sent me is right. How can we leave the beast off that list? <laughs> right? Yep. And Zach, we'll put you on there, too, because we don't want you to feel left out. Oh, thanks. Josh Cordes ain't going on there because nobody has any idea who he is yet. He hasn't been there long enough to be hated yet. Been here a while. What happened? He's behind the scenes, that's why. Zach uh, needs to be on there, and also the beast. Now, the beast is in Boston right now, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will, he's made his mark. Although he's never doing this show again, you can tell him that. He is just awful when he does uh, this show. Really? You know, he's, he's a good guy. We like the beast personally, but everybody who works with him learns to hate him. Yeah, pretty much. I can almost understand Mo. Absolutely. Uh, and I say almost, uh, even though he treated him like crap. But I can almost understand it because he's. And then remember Pharrell? Yeah. All Pharrell ever said was, I got to get rid of the beast. I got to fire him. He's terrible. He's awful. And he's right. He, just, he doesn't say anything. He just sits there and stuffs his uh, face with, with food. That's all he does. Former President Jimmy Carter yesterday called the Bush administration's decision to wage war against Iraq ill-advised and unnecessary, adding that the resulting campaign has turned out to be a tragedy. He said even the Bee Gees never saw a tragedy like this, even in Mount Sinai. The former Democratic president also said Bush's environmental policies are perhaps the worst in the nation's history. Oh, you know something? I can't play that bit anymore. Nope. The uh, BG one? Too much. You, uh, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I think I've heard it before. It's called Impacted Fart. Now, let me just, let's see how much of it we can play, okay? <coughs> I was standing there one day. Not thinking I would die from being able to make do. We can see do. I should never eat McDonald's. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. How can you die from infected thoughts? Who let these butcher doctors in? Now my heart stops. Now, do you hear that again? That thing is going again. Can we have a third false alarm here today? No way. I think this is an FCC conspiracy to interfere with the highly rated Neil Rogers show. Absolutely. So I think. They so found I. you. Yep. This is incredible. Three in one day. We haven't had three false alarms. I've been here for two years now on and off, and I can't believe that we could have three in one day. Listen. Listen carefully, folks. This could be the real one. <laughs> yep, there it goes. <laughs> Yeah. So, sounds like my heart. Okay, here comes the announcement. No. 
So anyway, that's what Jimmy Carter had to say. I never did read what he had to say. He said the Bush environmental policies are perhaps the worst in America's history. He also blamed what he called Bush's pro-Israel policies for, endanger, for engendering animosity against America. And, of course, he is... Absolutely correct, How come Jimmy Carter became so bright after he left the White House, you know? All of a sudden he got smart. Hmm. Okay, we got four pairs still to give away, or did I give away three? No, no you got two. Yeah, four still. Four still. Still got four. Okay, let's do it this hour, okay, before the building burns down. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Pretty good. I just got an email from the union that I belong to, and basically oh it says that. Um, well, it says that the uh, Federal Election Commission or communication or something has been asked by the Bushies for the unions for uh, for them to. Tell the unions not to put in their publications any anti-Bush messages that are out there. In other words, the unions are obviously pro-Democrat. So when they endorse Kerry and things like that, they're telling them they want the, the, uh, this communications, uh, the, uh, the election commission to make it illegal for the unions to back one president or another. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe, I was so appalled when I read this that I, I just think, if the Republicans don't believe that this country is turning into a bunch of uh, being, t- we're being told what to do and, and, you know, turned in one direction, it's just driving me crazy. I just, I'm just fed up with the whole thing. Fascism alive, man. It is. We're turning into a bunch of Nazis here. Amen. Can I get some tickets? No. Now, that thing is uh, beeping again. I wonder if the guy's going to come on and say something or if they're just trying to drive us crazy here today because they're doing a hell of a good job. Three for the price of one. I'm positive that guy's going to come on momentarily and say, huh? Don't you think? I hope so. No, he's, he's got to do it. He's got to tell you Come what's on, going on. Come on, get on the PA, Pally. Let us know what's going down yeah. here. Come on. Come on, man. They told you it was just a warning first, right? Ah. <laughs> That'll teach you to open your mouth. How, I'm curious. How loud are those, those coming through? Pretty good? Uh, Decent. We can hear them. If you, were, if you were sitting here, each time one of those babies goes off, you're like, jump a foot right off your seat where you're sitting. And then that's it? No more? See, that's not acceptable. I think probably what this is like a little after, oh, a little afterburn. Come on, let's go. Give us an announcement. So I know Zach and uh, Josh are both excited about taking some calls <laughs> and giving away those tickets. So many tickets. And so little time. Yep. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. It's just maddening. You know, you're sitting here trying to like concentrate and pay attention to one thing, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, you know, how can this be going on now three times? What do we got, a bunch of crazed uh, Islamic fundamentalists down there in the parking garage just uh, having a good time? Or maybe we just got a few drunks, got a little too carried away after that awful hockey game last night. That could be it, eh? WQM, hello. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling for the tickets, but good. I'm just surprised that you don't have Joe Zagaki on the poll. <laughs> okay, we got him on there now. Good point. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? Thank you, sir. Joe Zagaki. we got to get him on, right? We don't want to leave Joe out. He wouldn't want to be the odd man out. Nope. Right? Nope. Now, it stopped again. I don't hear no more beeping. I do hear, if you listen real carefully, you hear, see? They just, they just threw a real quick one in there. Well, I sure wish right now, I wish I had those farting sounds, because it was just like a real quickie they threw in there. But we can't do that no more. No. No chance. Farting sounds and elimination, the sounds of elimination. Oh, man. I'm, I'm serious, man. You, you folks don't get it. They're making it up as they go along, and it becomes broader and broader and more and more insane and more and more restrictive, and pretty soon you won't be able to. I guarantee you, one day soon I'll come on here and say we can't say crap anymore. 
We, we cannot say that word anymore, right? Crap. Now, they say that word on TV all the time. Yeah, the TV's well, crazy. Not, don't uh, jump, oh, look at that. And talk on Speaking of crap, there's Dick Cheney. That was, that was interesting. That's my psychic powers again. As soon as I said that, they showed Dick Cheney on it. Of course, that was old file footage because he's still back in the, uh, he's back in the, uh, room somewhere, you know? The bunker. Back in the bunker with that shadow <laughs> government he's running. Okay, the uh, beeping stopped again. Are we safe? Okay, we better start giving some of these tickets away because I don't want to have any holding over. We don't want to give any to Curtis. Curtis, I'm sure, has got his own, doesn't he? Yeah. Curtis Stevenson filling in for the Mad Dog between 2 and 4 this afternoon. Curtis has got thousands. How many thousands? About 30, man. 30,000 tickets to give away at 2. So if you don't get them from us, have no fear. Curtis is here. WQAM, hello. Can I have some tickets? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to give you a ticket, all right. We're going to give you a one-way ride, sweetheart. WQAM, hello. Hi. Hi. I'd love to get the Marlin tickets. Would you? Well, no chance. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not uh, just, just some woman who would never call me in a million years. Oh, well, the women are afraid of you, Neil, and you've got all these women listening, or they're too busy, or they're busy looking for the uh, Kofi Annan or whatever it is. Uh, likely story. This beeping thing they're doing now is just uh, maybe what's happening is they got to reset the system. You think that could be it? It's possible. No. 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 Or maybe there's like some massive outburst uh, fire on the, uh, who knows? I don't know. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's Neil, please. Speaking. Yeah, Neil, look, I listen to the show all the time. I listen to QAM all the time. But this Saturday morning, this, 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 uh, this, uh, this thing this they here. have with the baseball cards. Well, when's Josh Gazzaro going to come, come clean and let Joe, uh, Joe Costello come back in the year? I don't know. All he did, he doesn't tell us anything. He just talks to Barry Jackass at the Herald. I don't know. All he did was make uh, overtures about how he's uh, considering putting him back on. And then I talked to Joe, and Joe said he hadn't heard a word or anything about it. Do you have any information that I'm uh, not knowing about? No, nothing. Well, no. So, in other words, the answer is no, or you just uh, yeah. can't tell us? No, I, I have no idea. No, we have no idea. Joe hasn't heard nothing from him. So, you know, Greg trying to make himself look good, cover his ass, tell him Barry Jackson. Well, he's considering putting Joe on because they probably got thousands and thousands of emails and calls, even though Clarence lied through his teeth and denied it. You know, I said, how many did you get? Oh, about 20, about 20. Yeah, right. Likely story. You're full of crap, Clarence. Okay, see, the problem is that Joe uh, isn't part of Clarence's uh, little circle of friends like Zach and the Beast and Robert Greeper. Right? Uh, sure. Now, if he would learn to play a little uh, more hardball with you guys. Then maybe uh, <laughs> maybe you get back in everybody's good graces. I don't yeah. just be careful now. I'm telling you, just be very very careful. There's no uh, don't be playing fast and loose with any words. Okay, oh, no. you turd. That's another one. Turd. That'll be out next week. You'll yeah. see. Crap and turd both going down the toilet. I mean they're both going bye bye. Based on what you know and here on the air, who do you think? Who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Mo Howard David, man, he's in a leak of his own. 223. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. The Humper's got 85, the Hebrew Hammer. I moved into third place. I topped Scruan, 43. She's got 42. Jorge's got 29. Geldy, 27. Ah, 28. Yeah, you did one more. Well, I, I was thrown off by that beep there on that fire alarm thing. It driving me nuts. Gregory, 21. The Big, 14. Freaky Carlos, she's got 14. Mad Dog, 13. Todd Reck has moved up nicely to 8, and believe me, you won't go wrong voting for that piece of crap. 547 votes. 
Fat Boy Jeff High five, Joe Rose five, Eddie K four, Duff Muff has got three, Clarence three, Zach you already got three, you just went on there. All right. Wow. Robert Greeper's got a pair, the Beast has got one, who also just went on there, and poor Joe Zagaki. Joe Zagaki. He don't have any yet. He also just went on, but he don't have any yet. He's, uh, you know, he's okay. Old penis face, Joe Zagaki. Twelve minutes after one at 560 QAM. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Absolutely. No hand, there's no need to feel down or have no feet. You can touch to the ground a new eyeball. So put your glass eyeball down. There's a place you can be happy. Bladders, there's a special today for some fingers. It's double coupon day if you're buying. Less than ten parts you'll find you can use their new Express line. <laughs> they sell the body parts at UCLA. They sell the body parts at UCLA. Alright. They have everything from a thumb to a jaw. All you need is your own saw. You get your body parts at UCLA. All sorts of body parts at UCLA. You can get a new heart. One sixteen at five sixty WQM all the beeping all the time and they're still up banging away with that. And when you think that by now that it got on said, Well, we have a little problem resetting the uh, alarm and just don't panic and everybody uh, calm down. Has there been think an that? announcement yet? Like no. since the uh, the other one? Nothing Absolutely yet. not. And I every once in a while when you least expect it, they're going <laughs> one of those. There it is. See that? Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's getting a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> Like that. Yep. After long consideration, I've decided that the peninsula that comprises Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. It's called Delmarva Peninsula. should be the site for a new Israel. What does that mean? It will only require us moving out about 800,000 people. I was originally considering Long Island, but the forced exodus of so many New York Italians would be too much of the burden on the rest of us. Do you have any idea what that means? No, I don't. No. It's a shot at uh, somebody. Anyway, Jeff and Lake Worth says, I got banned for life from calling the Mr. Ego Show because I said... You can't spell Bullschmidt without B-U-S-H, except I didn't say Bullschmidt. I used the generic term. Also, I'd like to see a poll for a favorite television pet. Oh, God, Jeff. Jeez. Wow. And keep in mind, he called the Mr. Ego Show, so what does that tell you about Jeff? He's trying to say... I have no line. Right. We understand. You're not alone. 5670560. Now, we're going to get down to serious business, okay? We got four pairs... Or is that pears? Pears. No, pears you eat. You should know yeah. about that. Pears you eat. Pear like is pears. like uh, grow a pear. We have four pair of Marlin tickets for tomorrow night's game against the Philadelphia Phillies. And anybody who calls in who sounds reasonable, who doesn't uh, get carried away with this gratuitous grubbing and uh, begging, I, I just can't deal with that. Conduct yourself like a like a mature human being, and maybe you might have a shot. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing today, pal? Pretty good. Hey, I uh, had a uh, idea I wanted to uh, pass by you and get your opinion on. Yes. I uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, to become, you know, President of the United States, Commander-in-Chief of the most powerful military out there, don't you feel that there should be at least a minimum of four years spent in one of our four branches of the military? No. No? 
What? Uh, how many years did Franklin Roosevelt spend in the military? Uh, I don't know, but oh. that's the well, way he, I he feel. Elected, I mean, he was elected four times, and a lot of people think he was our greatest president. Yeah, but at least you would have some uh, experience in what the military is, and at least yeah. the ranks. Yeah, see, and yeah but you like see, that. that's why people, are great presidents, surround themselves with great uh, secretaries of defense and secretaries of state and great military men. That doesn't need president has to be uh, more than just one dimensional. Very true. Very true. But uh, that was just my thought. And a bad one, but thanks anyway. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. How many years of military service did Bill Clinton have? You following this? Or have you? Has he passed out again? Has he just fallen on the floor? I'm trying to listen to the uh, the beeps. Sorry. No, forget about the beeps. See, I'm doing a show, and yet I'm maintaining our focus here, but you are so easily distracted by little sounds. I, I still can't believe it's going on. What do you mean by that? I can't believe it's still... It's only been going on for like, uh, what, an hour and a half now or something yeah. like that? But there's been no one telling you what's going on. No, there, there's no announcement now. This just goes... Uh, it's like the Chinese water torture treatment is what this is. <laughs> just goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a duet now. I don't know. Listen, I'll guarantee you at 2 o'clock I'm racing out of this building, okay? Just forgetting about the fire thing, because I'm sure it's another false alarm, but just, just to get away from this madness, this insanity, stop. Can't that's, take it no more. That's when they'll give you the announcement when you leave. Yep. Yeah, right, right, about a minute till 2. Oh, we're sorry, but we've had a malfunction at the junction, and uh, Uranus. It'll be fixed shortly. Your mama. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, I am. I'm calling about the uh, rabbit bandit. <laughs> right. Uh, through no fault of my own, I was born and raised in Newport Ritchie. And I'm so I sorry. Say it, yeah, thanks. Uh, I ran away from home when I was 16. My father was uh, good friends and still is good friends with most of the cops up there. They go hunting together and all that good uh, stuff. It's, uh-huh. Newport Ritchie is 75% elderly, 5% migrant workers, and the rest are all backwoods, bigoted. Bohunks. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> so Sounds like the I, west coast of Florida to me. Absolutely. Just uh, stay on 75. Don't don't make any stops. Keep going. But uh, I wanted to say that the story just doesn't even surprise me. There's a lot more that goes on that you don't even hear about. I'm sure of that. Neil? Yes? Um, my mom actually let my little brother come down to visit me for <laughs> Easter vacation. Yeah. Could I take him to the Marlins? Sure, no problem. Hang on. Now, see, no, the only reason I'm doing that is because she's from Newport Richie, and I feel so sorry for her. <laughs> I knew that was coming, though. What? You could, you could feel well, that. Well, of in the course call. it was coming. All of, you don't think we're getting like any. Now we did have the one guy who gave us Joe Zagaki, which we overlooked for the pool, which shame yeah. on us. And uh, he was great. He wasn't sucking around for any freebie or anything like. No. If they don't, if they don't stop. With this beeping over here, I'm going to start my own damn fire, okay? <laughs> no, no, seriously, I mean, uh, this is insanity. I can't believe it's... Uh, I'm going to sue this damn building. These people are crazy. You just can't let this go on and on and on, hour after hour after hour. We may have to evacuate. Oh, did I say that? Oh, sorry, Michael Powell. Oops. I wonder if I threw that away, if I Schmidt canned that story. I probably did. I guess I did about the stern fine. Mm. Let me send it again? No. All right. What do you mean send it? You didn't send it in the first place. We have well, we have the one of the, the stern papers here. No, I don't. I don't want to. Uh...
go over it again. But it just just the, the way they describe these things as if it was so outrageous and so, uh, oh, my goodness, can you believe? They're so indignant over the filth and perversion and disgusting things that have invaded the, just like John Ashcroft, that comedy made about pornography. It's like in, everywhere it's invading and it's, uh, oh, brother. You talk about a throwback to the Stone Age, and the public is sitting around like, please, somebody throw us an anchor. We're drowning over here, okay? Man. Now, how many we got left? We got three left. Yes. See, I, I timed this out pretty well, right? Yeah, why not? So in the next left. ten minutes, we'll give away one. Or no, maybe next 15 minutes, we'll give away one. Then the next uh, 20 minutes or so, we'll have a, a two-pair. A two Whoa. A two-pack. Tell you one thing. You know it's the holidays, man. Like I said, now, this is almost the end of the show on Friday. This is always the worst week of the year in terms of listener response and anybody being in town. Because once it comes Easter and Pesach, baby, and once all of this stuff goes down, all the snowbirds bail out. Everybody who's got vacation time coming, the kids are out of school, they bail out. So you just, it hasn't really been that bad. Well, Except when the Beast was there, it was yeah. not uh, not too great. Everyone else is looking for the Afi Komen. Now, I'm, I'm listening. I hear somebody crawling around in the hallway. Oh, wait a minute. Beep, beep. That was like a half beep. <laughs> like that. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you today, Neil? Pretty good. Wow, I actually got through. I'm surprised. That's a great thing. I think all the uh, snorers would be calling grabbing up your tickets. What a shame that would be, huh? Yeah, that'd be something I'd say. They well, are. Right? They're trying. Nah, I'm, just, I'm home for spring break. I'm a school teacher, and uh, I'm home when I'm doing your show. Uh, I just wanted to call you and tell you that uh, I have a kind of a problem with the school system. If we could change channels there for just a second, would that be okay? Go ahead. Well, I'm an elementary school teacher, and uh, they're paying us about $35,000 a year to teach kids. And, uh, oh, my God. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting here reading the paper today about one of the baseball players that's not wanting to sign because he's only getting $3.7 million a year yeah, for the a shame. Boston Red Sox. Uh -huh. And, I, I, you know, and you see all the kids wearing all the jerseys and this and that, you know, you know, they're, they're superheroes and so forth, and it just, it just irritates the living crap out of me. I'm just having a real tough time with it, and I was just, uh, and then I see this crap with Condoleezza on the television and you know, she seemed like she had never talked in front of an audience of more than two people in her entire life. She was sitting there shaking and right. could, could hardly understand what the hell the lady was saying. Right. I, I, I don't know. I just don't get that. Um, I'm going to ask straight up if I can have a parent ticket. I'd love to go to the game. I've got a bunch of little kids of my own, and I'd like to take them if I could. Well, you can't take them all. You can take one. That would be great if I could I'm do that. I'm actually going to buy the rest of your tickets. Okay, hang on, Pally. Hang on. Thank you. See, now, he told us like a real good sob story. We don't know if it's true or not, if he's really a teacher. Who knows? I have no idea. No, it worked, right? though. It worked. But it worked with me because yeah. I'm a softie. The guy's a school teacher, and I feel that teachers are treated like crap, which is why we've got so many stupid people in America, which is why it's so undereducated, why we have so many functionally illiterate people running around going <laughs> like that. In fact, in America, most of them are going either like, <laughs> or. I have no life. Or both. <laughs> I have no life. Like that. <laughs> or, and the other two. Seriously, if this stuff don't stop uh, in the next few minutes, I don't know. I, I maybe do something rash, you know. Uh oh. Don't like just go out on the balcony and uh, close the, the thing behind me. Oh, that works. Well, at least I won't be able to hear that crap anyway, you know. <coughs> Based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? <coughs> you know, I'm thinking of another thing too. Before I get back to the poll, this is a legal holiday in Canada, okay? Uh huh. So most people don't have to work today. So people who ordinarily wouldn't be in this building on a Friday, they'd be working, they're having a life doing something, they're here today. Yep. You know, some that might have even wanted to sleep in real late, you know, or whatever the deal is. And now they're like a captive audience with just insanity going on. I think it's a uh, George Bush plot. 
It might be. I think he's trying to get even with Chrétien, and he's not even in office anymore. Anyway, Mo Howard Davided, he's the winner. I mean, you know, we, we got the whole weekend to go, but nobody's going to touch Mo. And what a thought that is. 238. The Humper, the Hebrew Hammer's got 97. Neil Rogers, 47 for yours truly. I'm moving on up. Screwan, 43. George has got 32. Geldy, 28. Oh, no. There's seven. Now, what, do you, what was that? That was another seven because I counted the one as double. Ah, uh, 14. Ah, did it. There you go. Gelly's got 28. Uh, Greg Reed, 21. Mad Dog, 16. The big oh. 15. Fra uh, Freaky Carlos, 15. Todd Rex got 8. Joe Rose, 6. Fat Boy, Jeff High has got 5. Joe Zagaki, 5. The Beast, 4. Zach, you're moving on up. You're tied with the Beast, so I don't know they're voting by the pound. Nice. The Beast and Zach have 4 apiece. Eddie Kay's got 4. Clarence, 3. The Duffmeister's got 3. And the Griepmeister, Robert Creeper, has got only 2 out of 597. Which I guess they don't know him that well. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. In theaters now, Lord of the Onion Rings. You're a fat idiot. Give me some food. I want food. Cheeseburgers, pizza, onion rings. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. Chopping onions can be a chore. He's fat and stupid. I'm not fat. Shut up, fat boy. Lord of the Onion Rings. Your good friend is morbidly obese. Damn, dude, I'm huge. I want to gain so much weight, Richard Simmons comes to my front door. Can, can, I, can I show you a, a, a little magic? You're sick. Oh, here comes the announcement, finally. Come on, Pally. You can do it. Sounded Can you like believe COVID. that? Yeah, he just, like this, this schmuck down there just got on the uh, PA and went <laughs> like that once. <laughs> Come on, spit it out, man. That ain't it. <laughs> anyway, 28 till 2. I mean, he gave us uh, like a false sense that he was actually going to say something, like we apologize because we've destroyed all your lives and your brains are scrambled. But he didn't do that. This has got to be sabotage, right? Of course, it has to. This has got to be an FCC plot. They probably are like at the border, um, doing something. They found you. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now, how many pair we got to give away in this last twenty eight minutes? We better uh, move real fast. Two pair. Two more, yeah. Like I said, take our time. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, happy Good Friday to you. Back to you, happy uh, circus. Did you eat your fish today? No. No. Not even any macaroni your and cheese. No, no, Bacala, get lost. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, now that's what is called a really textbook lame attempt. See what I'm saying? Yep. Lame attempt. No conversation. No. I have no life. No life. Just uh, nothing. Before he leads up to his shameless. See, that's why this is so bad. But it did help us kill a couple of hours, though. Sure. Thank goodness. Now I don't hear any more beeping going on. Do you? They may have taken just a little bit of a pause. Maybe they finally got it fixed. Maybe momentarily the guy's going to come on and say something. You think? I hope so, for your sake. Boy, I've never encountered I mean, this has been, what time did this start? About 10 to 11? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was in the 10.58 uh, break. 
And now here it is, 1.30. It's like uh, two and a half hours later. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, I can't make up my mind between Mo Howard David or Joseph Gagne. Yeah. And I well, think about it real hard, okay? Sit down on the throne and think about it real hard. Take a good magazine. Maybe one that's got a picture of both of them on there and then look at one and look at the other one. Look at that muskrat on uh, Mo's head and then look at old penis face. And decide for yourself which one you find most obnoxious. He's having a difficult time. Five six seven oh five sixty. We may have a difficult time just giving these last two pair away. Okay, it's got to be somebody a little bit better than this last pair we had on the yes, phone. Yes. Very very weak. Shameless. WQM. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. I got to tell you, what a pleasure it is to be back in sunny South Florida. I'm visiting once a year visit from a wonderful Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, I'll be damned. Home of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh huh. They suck. Hey, I want to. I would like to hear a celebrity update. Whatever happens to Ann Bishop and Sally Fitz? Ann Bishop's dead, and Sally Fitz uh, in Chicago is where she fits these days. And Sally said, "That's the answer to your question, sir. Have a great time." Oh, wait a minute. There's a different kind of a sound. Did you hear that? Yeah. There was a different sound there. I think it was. Oh, it was it. Oh, and that's what this is. These are FCC bleeps. Yeah. I thought this was still part of that phony fire alarm they had before. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Will the real bleeper please stand up? Man, this is madness. When I go downstairs, I'm going to just bitch them out in that lobby. Not that they got anything to do with it, but just, just out of general. Right, here we go. Here's the end of the world, folks. <laughs> Tonight, we are a country awakened to danger and called to defend freedom. Called to defend freedom. Oh, I was really wanting to play... Just a reminder for yes. our radio listeners that the end of the world is going to come next Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> and the Department of Health has requested homeowners to unplug all electrical appliances, turn off radios and TV sets, and disconnect gas stoves and furnaces. The post office recommends that you mail early in the day. And for those with automobiles, alternate side of the street parking will be suspended. That's the end of the world next Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Mark it down. Okay, mark it down. 24 till 2. If I mark it on your hand like in Memento, right? Did you see that? Yeah. I saw bits and pieces. I didn't see the whole movie. Well, why not? Because well, if you see bits and pieces, you can, like, take them together, tape them together and, like, watch it in, uh, from the beginning. Yeah, I got to try do. Or if you have the DVD, you can, like, uh, do check out the Easter eggs on it. The what? Ah, here's another guy that don't know about Easter eggs. I bet you Josh knows what those are. The extra stuff? The extra stuff. There's extra things that you can see, but you're not supposed to know about them. If you go to EasterEggs.com on the internet, you'll find a listing of all the different movies and what they have to do to be able to see, like Memento, in from front to back in real chronological order, as wow. opposed to back asswards. That's great. Because yeah, I did watch it from front to back, and it makes just a little more sense. Just a little. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's give away a couple of pair of tickets so that these poor schleppers out there get off our back, and maybe that beeping will stop. But I have my doubt. Oh. WQM, hello. Hi, is this Uncle Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you today? Pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to say that you're my hero because you played the Pope Smoke Dope on right. Good Friday, man. Amen. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to uh, just give a, a book I wanted to recommend to Neil. Go right ahead. You're talking to him. Oh, this is Neil? Speaking. Hey, how are you? Um, Pretty good. You got a book named, um, it's called The Creature of Jekyll Island. Okay. 
Did you ever read it? No. What, what's, what kind of a book is that? Well, it's really a story that goes back to um, the the Federal Reserve System and how it was started and everything like that, uh-huh. and how uh, fractional banking is destroying us. And it's really interesting. I think you'd really get a kick out of it. Okay, thanks a lot. Sounds a little bit ponderous to me, but I'll check it out. What do you say, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Island? <laughs> five six seven pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Based on what you know and hear on the air, who do you think is the most obnoxious person? At WQAM. Mo Howard David at Man 249. He's taking a bum rap. Here's the announcement. Please. <laughs> no Schmidt. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, in other words, they can't shut the damn thing off. No. See, yeah, what happens in these buildings, well, you're familiar with this. After the fire alarm goes off, and it's almost 99% of the time a phony deal, uh, then they can't shut the damn thing off. No, forever. Technician has been uh, dispatched, and he's coming by. He's on a pony right now. Oh, well, there he is out there, but he's on his way to the ACC to try to take some uh, goals for the Leafs for tomorrow night. <laughs> Come on, get serious. I wonder if we got that game in an hour thing on right now. No, it's Leafs lunch. But, you know, Pat Quinn's job is at stake here. You know? Pat, but there's Bill Waters. He used to be the Leafs GM, now big, fat Bill Waters, and now he's a broadcaster. Isn't that amazing how everybody gets canned to become a broadcaster? Yeah, why well, not? He's pretty good, though. He's got a big mouth. Nice going, Bill. Maybe we can put you in charge now. Don Cherry ripping the hell out of Pat Quinn last night for having the wrong penalty killers out there. Callie Johansson, about 110 years old and looking at every year of it last night. Pretty bad, Callie. Go back to Sweden, eh? Now, when we come back, we're going to give away a couple of pair real fast. Okay, no more diddling around because we're running out of time. we got Curtis Stevenson for the Mad Dog at 2. The Hebrew Hammer at 4. He's not going to be mucking around today. Marlins on deck at 7 o'clock. Marlins host the Philadelphia Phillies at 7.35 as they look to make it three wins in their first four games tonight at the PP Park. Eddie K after baseball tonight. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. A bunch of people in Europe Looks at my family tree Turns out the Presley's all come from Same place as Sean Connery And now I'm gonna return to Scotland Like my granddad I'll play the bagpipes I'll wear plaid I might go golfing and eat some haggis to look for a monster who lives away up in Loch Ness. So now I'm moving to the Highlands. I'll get Graceland rebuilt. I can't he wear my gold jumpsuit. I'll look funny in a kilt. Cause now I'm gonna return to Scotland That's where I'm from So is Lisa Marie but Not Michael Jackson Here I go Return to Scotland I'll go by boat Out by the sea Here's what I'll do I'll wear a kilty <laughs> With nothing underneath. Oh, where's the sheep, eh? Return to Scotland. Rectum. Here, girl. 144 at 560 WQM. Let's get to these calls right away and give away two more prayer make. Everybody happy for the holidays. What do you say? Oh. See, if you would have really uh, had for us a whole lot of tickets like you said before, then I would have to be playing games with these people and feeling so bad about it. 
Yep. Don't you think I feel bad? I'm sure you do a little bit. No. No? WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Wow. First time I ever get to talk to you. All right. Uh, Neil, I'm, I'm calling because I want to put a name on the list. Yes. All right, that's uh, Kim Camper. Why would you say that? How could Kim Camper be obnoxious? Oh, God, is that his... I, it must be his, his uh, I don't know, like his, his face on TV. I mean, I don't know. It's probably like a, like a, a mental thing. And also, I also want to put a future poll. Who's your favorite uh, past WQAM uh, host? Well, you know who's going to win that. Who? Terrell. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Neil. Okay. How do you like that? He didn't want any tickets. Wow. How do you like that? You want no tickets? Come on, let's go to those Marlin tickets. Let's go. Who's got the big D and the big rack? Come on. <laughs> what? Well, that's all he ever said, basically. I don't want to pick on him now that he's in Atlanta, but, uh, you know, it's crazy if you all hear it. who's got the big rack? Come see me at the ballpark. Come see me at Uncle Funny's. Come see me get fired. <laughs> oh, how did he talk like that? I don't know. And nobody believes me, but that that's exactly he talked. I mean, nobody could put that on. No, you're right. When I went out, when in September, he took me to Vegas with him to do the show out there, and no one believed him out there. That was his real voice. And he was, and he lived out there for a while, I guess. Trust me when I tell you that was it. Okay, let's hurry up here and get this done. WQM, hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Yeah, for your poll, all of the above. Okay, thanks. Oh, that was Pete Bolger. WQM, hello. Hey, I, I never call you. I just listen. I'm trying to get some Marlin tickets. Okay, hang on. Thanks. <laughs> see? How do you like that when you least expect it? Well, the <laughs> other guy before him, see, that's what made him look good. You got that guy there on seven, Josh? Yeah, he's got him. <coughs> oh, man. I did that little Pharrell thing there for about ten seconds, and I'm just gagging. That's it. Holy that's crap. That's all you need. My goodness. Is that what it takes? That's all it takes. A bunch of liars. He was uh, fun, but, man, yeah. a little bit uh, too dangerous for us. He was a good guy. So what do you think? Do you think that now that uh, Chief Channel made it official, do you think now Greg would put uh, Stern on... <laughs> Uh, starting Monday morning, right? <laughs> yeah, fo followed by Pharrell. Followed by Pharrell. Follow, that's right, Pharrell. And I can do just noon to two. Sounds good. Yeah. I told George, you know, when he filled in to start doing that Pharrell voice, he wouldn't listen to me because he did it very well. Some people can do that and they can keep talking. I get all like that. But he did pretty good. So maybe this summer when I have my uh, two-a-days there, my two-and-alls and two-a-days, Maybe George can do uh, the fill-ins in Pharrell's voice, get about a 15 share. Oh, my God. I can't imagine him doing that for four hours. Now, this article you just sent me from uh, one of our listeners from Mark in Miami, the battle the U.S. wants to provoke. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, this goes on and on. Make no mistake, uh, talking about what's happening in Iraq today. This is not the civil war that Washington's been predicting will break out between Sunnis, Shias, and Kurds. It's a war provoked by U.S. occupation authority and waged by its forces against a growing number of Shia who support Muqtada al-Sadr. Sadr is the younger, more radical Yadi that goes on about uh, this one and that one uh, and on and on it goes. And what does this say? Oh, here's where the, uh, you've got a couple of stars on here. On Sunday, all these explosive forces came together when thousands of demonstrators filled Ferdos Square. On one side of the plaza, a couple of kids climbed to the top of the building, took a knife to a billboard advertising Iraq's new army. On the other side, U.S. forces pointed tanks at the crowd while a loudspeaker told them that demonstrations are an important part of democracy, but blocking traffic will not be permitted. At the front of the square was the statue that the Americans put up in place of the one, toppled one of Sodom. Its faceless figures are supposed to represent the liberation of the Iraqi people. Today they're plastered with photographs of Moqtada al-Sadr. Whatever the point of that is, okay? Okay, thanks, Mark. You killed about 45 seconds from the Guardian, which always has pretty good stuff, but usually not there. 
148 at 560 QM when we come back that last pair and then Zach and Josh are going to sing till 2 o'clock. My, my, and Lord, this is Sports Radio 560 QAQAM. Friday, you bastard. Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. While out one morning in the park, a jogger found a brand new tennis ball and seeing no one around it might belong to, he slipped it into his pocket, into his pocket in his shorts. Later on his way home, he stopped at the pedestrian crossing, waiting for the lights to change. A girl standing next to him eyed the large bulge in his shorts. What's that, she asked, her eyes gleaming with lust. Tennis ball, said the man. Oh, said the girl sympathetically, that must be painful. I had tennis elbow once. Now page two. A Chinese man arranges for a hooker to come to his room for the evening. Once in the room, they undress, climb into bed, and make love. When finished, the Chinese man jumps up, runs over to the window, takes a deep breath, dives under the bed, climbs out the other side, jumps back into the bed with a hooker, and commences to repeat his performance. The hooker is impressed with the gusto of the second encounter. When finished, the Chinese man jumps up, runs over to the window, takes a deep breath, dives under the bed, climbs out the other side, jumps back into the bed with the hooker, and begins again. The hooker is amazed that this sequence is repeated four times. I'll say it again, four times. During the fifth encounter, she decides, I'll try this myself. So when they're done, she jumps up, goes to the window, takes a deep breath of fresh air, dives under the bed, and finds four Chinese men. Paul Harvey. Good day. 153 at 560. Always love that Paul Harvey. Not He's still on the air, I think, isn't he? Uh, not sure. Got to be 110 years old. Anyway, here's the, uh, we'll give away one more pair, right? Have we got one more pair to give away? That's right. That's what I thought. See how I keep track? See, I don't want to give away a bunch of stuff we don't have, like Zach was trying to get me to do. What do you mean? Oh, we got, like you said in the beginning of the show, we got tons of tickets. You know, like, uh, no problem. Give away 400 pair. Millions. Well, that'll serve them right, all them freeloaders anyway. Yeah, why not? Plus, of course, the people that do have to come to the station have to uh, meet and cavort with uh, Freaky Carlos out there, so that's punishment enough for being a freeloader. Yes. Based on what you know and here on the year, who do you pick as the most obnoxious person at WQAM? Mo Howard David, man, is he a monster, huh? Absolutely. 263. Just when we thought Mo, the old man was slipping a little bit. Hank, the Hebrew Hammer 104, a strong second, but out in Mo's league. I got 51. Scran got 45. George, 38. Geldy, 31. I'm not playing those things, okay? 31 of those. <laughs> just the one. In fact, he's got... No, wait a minute. Got 30, man. Plus... There you go, 31. Well, that was a lot easier, wasn't That's it? A lot easier, you're right. Oh, I couldn't handle it. Gregory, 25, Freaky Carlos, 19, The Mad Dog, uh, 17, The Big, oh! 16. We're talking how obnoxious. Todd Dreck, there's obnoxious for you. Just look him up in the dictionary. His picture's next to it. Nine. Joe Zagaki, eight. Joe Rose, six. Zach, you got five. Yes. Just moved ahead of the beast. Nice. Well, what's wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. Jeff High, Fat Boy, five. Eddie Decay, four. The Beast, four. Clarence, three. Duff's got three. And Robert Creeper is stuck on two out of 658. Because they haven't got any idea who the hell that is. That's the only probably reason Probably just why. as well, okay? Yep. Just look up Hermann Gehring's picture in the, in the encyclopedia. <laughs> You'll see it. Oh, line nine. It must be a pretty good call. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good? Good, good. Uh, most obnoxious, uh, that guy you had for a while, Scott Jr.? Uh -huh. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's uh, already given his notice. He's history. 
Man, good, man, good. Hey, I had a quick question, man. I live up on, live up on Orlando, uh, and there's some right-wing nut job up here, and he'll never disclose his ratings. Uh, how can I get to see what his ratings are? Who's that? guy named Shannon Burke. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's some right-wing loser. Uh, how do I know what his ratings are? Where can, I, where can I look that up? Can't. Can't? Well, I mean, you guys, I don't know if they're actually, uh, they make them public, but what station is he on? Uh, WFLA 540. Oh, that FLA? Yeah. Well, that, uh, must be, that must be like a uh, farm team of uh, FLA in Tampa, right? No, it's, it's out of Orlando, I think. Uh, no, no, I think it, it is Tampa. Yeah, but but it comes out of Tampa. Oh, okay. FLA is not, FLA is 970. Look it up. Look up Arbitron.com and uh, look at the different markets, and maybe they'll have it on there for you. Okay, I doubt it, but look it up. Keep them off the street, right? Oh, well. we better hurry. We got another pair of tickets to give away. Yes, yes. But just relax, okay? I'm we can sorry. take care of it. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Am I speaking to Neil? Sounds like you. <laughs> and How you doing? Listen, um, I want to see what's up with the Marlins tickets. I wanted to take my son. I've been to a game, so what's up? Well, you're, you're, when you get your phone fixed, maybe I'll consider, okay? Anybody with a phone like that has to take care of it. Priorities in order, right? Get the, get a new phone, and then we'll work on it next time. <laughs> WQM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I saw a couple of great bumper stickers, and I think you'd love one of each. Okay. One says nobody lied when Clinton, uh, nobody died when Clinton lied. Right. And the other one says protect the environment, plant a bush back in Texas. Beauty, I like it. I would like one of each of those, and we love you. Love to have you on the air. Too bad you don't reach more people. Maybe this country would turn around. I wish. Get back where it belongs. Thanks, Kelly. Went to the game last night. Loved yes. it. When was the last time you saw a major league pitcher go three for three? Incredible. So I'll take the tickets if you got them. If not, give them to someone more deserving. We love you, and uh, have a great life. Thanks a lot, Pally. Well, I'm not going to give it to him because he went to the game last night. So he's a great caller. I appreciate the uh, lick job. You're a good guy, but I'll give him to somebody else. Like maybe somebody on line seven. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, is this Neil? Yes, it is. Neil God, How you doing, sir? All right. Hey, um... I haven't been listening to you guys, man, So, uh, and I just listened to today because uh, I got in a car with a radio in it, and uh, I heard you guys are giving away some Marlins tickets. Yeah. Do you want so a pair? What, what, is it, what can I do to... Um, Abla Inglés? Huh? that? Abla Inglés? Yes, sir. Okay, hang on then. You got them. You right. got a pair. See, there's a guy. He doesn't even know who the hell I am, but that's what he's got. <laughs> no, give it to him. He sounds like he needs it, like he just got off the banana boat. Another guy that called before, he said they were at the game last night, and he uh, he felt like uh, he was kind of guilty, you know, asking, yeah. right? Of course. And rightfully so. How come I hear like an echo now? Is that just me? or is that? I, I think my brains are fried. And you notice that beeping is still going on. Yes. Be- it, it, I've become so used to it by now, it's like part of my uh, brain. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is definitely the George W. Bush torture treatment they're giving me here today. Make yes, no mistake. They found you, I told you. Oh, brother. Anyway, here's a couple of uh, things going on this weekend. Join Geldy tonight. In fact, you can squeeze him and he goes, yeah. Just poke him in the ribs. He goes, like that. Throw a rotten tomato at him. He goes, join Geldy tonight, 6 to 8 at the Davy Quarterdeck at 3155 South University. Drive, stop by for Amstel Light Specials. Win some Marlin tickets. If you missed out with us, you got a chance with Geldy. Emergency to win a trip for two to WQM Iceland Open Golf Tournament in June. Probably in Reykjavik. Get your licks in Reykjavik. And join George tomorrow afternoon from noon until 2 at Celluland, an authorized Verizon Wireless store at 4410 West 16th Avenue in Hialeah. Stop by for more Marlin tickets. I guess that's your last shot. All are probably on the air. We're going to be, wouldn't you think, all weekend I'm long? I'm sure. I'm sure. 
Huh? Is this going to be a regular thing now that the front-running, I mean, the Marlin fans have gotten so gung-ho? Of course, everyone wants to go now. Everybody's into it now. Oh, man, that's a that's the hottest ticket in town. We want to go see the Marlins. <laughs> so anyway, uh, George will have some of those for you tomorrow. And, oh, that's right, in Hialeah, no less, and some other prizes, too, like a one-way ticket back where you came from. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Pretty good week here, Zach. Not bad. Josh, Thank of course, you. as usual, continuing to a learning experience. <laughs> a magnificent job, except for a little bit of the spelling. Nobody's yeah, perfect, okay? And just quit embarrassing Eric is what he said. It was my Curtis pleasure, Curtis Stevenson, Neil. Adelaide's grandson, coming up next for the Mad Dog at 2. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I don't care what Mommy says about the meat. Daddy says shut up and keep on chewing. Oh, my God.